Put an old 78 on there and you crank it up and you listen to Black Crows. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. And Thursday, January 10th, 2013. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination Episode 477. This <laughs> is No Agenda. Doing it in the shower here in the lowlands of Gitmo Nation. Day 36 living in exile in Amsterdam. In the morning, everybody. I'm Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley, where it's sunny today, and it might not be for long, I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Craig Lawton Buzzkill in the morning. It's incredible. You know, we, we do all the levels and everything, and then the minute we start the show, then you're like 20 dBs lower. That's crazy. It's like like you were. What, you, were you looking away? Were you talking into the microphone? Nope, I'm with your barreling right ear? into the mic. Mm, okay. So right. what? What did you hear? My intro? Yeah, no, we heard your intro. I just, I really had to. No, it's, dude, come on. I, you know. I, well, but I, what? I, what it was? Yeah, but what was interesting about what I said? Well, there was nothing. Well, there's rarely anything interesting about what you say in the intro. It's just it was really low in the level. Yeah, no, but did, did you know what I said? Yeah, did of course. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I'm fast. What did I say? What did you, I say? You said uh, from uh, northern Silicon Valley where the sun is shining, but maybe not for long. And why did I say that, you think? <laughs> because maybe it's not going to be shiny for long. No, mm. because of this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> You got your rain stick. <laughs> stop, 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 stop it. No, I'm not going to stop it. I want to see what happens there in Holland. No. Wait, Calling no, out to Holland. No, there we no, go. No. Rain doesn't, stick at work. No, it doesn't work here. It doesn't work in yeah, that distance. We'll see. No, 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 no. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I'm, gonna sh I'm shutting you off. All right. Oh, my yeah, goodness. The rain stick finally arrived. Yeah, oh, well, that's good. Painted. That's good. Yeah, aren't they pretty? Yeah, very nice product. Yeah, and who did you get it from? Oh, I, you know that's a good question because yeah. I forgot her name already. Yeah, that's very that's very cool. So, uh, but yeah, she uh, sent it apparently to the box, and of course, the, my post office is a bunch of idiots, so I couldn't. I just only got it yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, I'm, as, is it? What's her name now? Is it? Sandra? I'll get her. Name. I feel so stupid now. You know, we, you she, know, I, she I, I know. Right. I know exactly where she's from. She's from Utah. And Miss Mickey's not here, otherwise she'd know it, because she's always talking. We're men, we can't remember anything. Oh, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Well, yeah. um, so I don't know if you heard my intro. Uh, yeah. Or if you care. 36 days in ex exile. Well, no, before that, there's a, there is a, a politician here in uh, Gitmo Nation Lowlands and uh, has uh, started a new movement here. Uh, his name is Bert Vossink van A en Hunze. <laughs> Bert Vossink. Well, Gunzudheit. Bert Vossink. And uh, he's been in the news uh, for the past uh, two days. because Sherry he... K. Osborne. Sherry, there you go. Sherry. Good old Sherry. Good old Sorry, Sherry. Sherry. Yeah, yeah. You, you haven't written since December 18th, so I easily <laughs> forgotten your name. So, yeah, um, she does great work. So this polit yeah. politician has been in the news for the, for the past uh, two days because he has uh, a, a very important uh, directive for the uh, human resources of Gitmo Nation lowlands and how we're going to save the universe. In fact, not just save the universe, but the lowlands in particular. And we will save 2 billion liters of water per year. <laughs> oh. What do you think his idea is? Uh... People should go outside and open their mouth when it's raining? <laughs> close. Very, very close. No. Uh, he has suggested 
uh, that everyone urinates while taking a shower. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, wait a minute! Don't, don't people do that normally? Well, I mean, this, this is this routinely? was this was going to so be how can, what, this was, was going to be my a point. great idea. Apparently, no one's thought of ever peeing in this in the shower. This is my this was going to be my point. Is what, like what does, an idiot does this guy think that we're not doing that already? You know, this is is like and this is the news of the day. And and I have a great idea. Let's pee in the shower. <laughs> It's we're calling it peeing for humanity. I'm telling you, this is. The, oh, we need a shirt. Yeah, pee, pee in the shower. Well, they've got to have a better slogan. Sure. Pee in the shower. Yeah, but, pee for humanity. But to me, it's like you know exactly what. You're, and no one is asking this question. What you just said It's like, don't we do? I mean, come on. Doesn't everybody pee in the shower? Well, I guess nobody likes to admit it in Holland. I mean, I pee in the pool too. I know there are people that there is the, the there, a friend, a Jewish friend of mine says the. Uh, <laughs> He he usually says his dad used to say this all the time. Why is he said? Uh, yeah, he, you know they're they're uh, Gentiles and goyim. Yes, and the goyim is is, is actually an insult. Yes, and uh, for he says the goyim is somebody who gets out of the shower to pee in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> wrong. You shouldn't be doing that, stupid slave. Shut up already. Science. That's right. Pee in the shower. It's science. <laughs> you know what's good about that clip? You're right. It's that little it's that, guttural thing. It is. That. It's science. It is. Let me just hear you it You can't again. even do it. I mean, no, it's let's, just... Let's, it's, let's hear it again. Only, it takes a woman's voice to pull that off. Let's hear it again. Shut up already. It's science. Science. I can't do it. Science. 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 <laughs> Thomas Dolby calling for Dr. Kiki. He's doing a remix. <laughs> So that has been um, the big news, uh, but I, I would uh, I would be remiss if I you didn't. There's another way that he could have come out and said. There's another way to save a billion. I, 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 I knew this would obsess you. I, I knew this this would go nowhere. <laughs> you know how that? You know what it might be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not the rain stick. <laughs> Um, however, John, the uh, the real news is, uh, and this is uh, this is actually the real news for us, is uh, Miss Mickey has been issued her papers, and uh, we are, are she not- has her papers. Yes, she has her Ausweis, and now she-, she can now she can walk. Yes, and uh, so we are actually leaving tomorrow. We're not waiting what? a second. Yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. You're leaving on a jet plane. I, I don't know when we'll be back again. Huh. Yep, yep, tomorrow. Um, well, that. <laughs> Thanks for telling me because I had plans what? to visit. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm gonna have to cancel. I it, guess. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, it is kind of interesting because um, uh, Vonderhelm from uh, Finland he was gonna visit. Uh, Sir Gene is arriving. Yeah, Gene tomorrow. was on his way there. Yeah, I, I think that. we're gonna see him at the airport. I think. Hey, Gene. Hey. <laughs> you, well, you're going to see him seat, seated using the free Wi-Fi. Oh, man. And, you know, ever since I mentioned that, and, uh, and, and we've, we mentioned it from time to time, but people are like, oh, can I use it? Can I use it? And then it's just, you know, the response you get is it, it, it's astounding to our producers when you're, you know, and it is kind of cool. I had to pick up my daughter. She came in from London uh, last night. And, I, and you know, I was going to see, I was going to try and text her. Well, by the way, AT&T has cut off my phone. It's like so I can only use Wi-Fi. And uh and I and I, I look it's, at my phone. Uh you don't even know. Why didn't you pay the bill? No. Man, I've had such an argument with AT&T. 
Oh. Uh, do you know that they they start charging you a dollar a minute if someone calls you on the third ring, even if you don't answer? If you don't pick up by the third ring, you get charged a dollar, and then and then for if, what? For for someone calling you for a ring. Because the, the phone rings and you have to pay a buck. Yes, and then and if you don't answer and it keeps going and it goes to voicemail, you're paying for the whole time the person is listening to voicemail and and talking in voicemail. You're paying uh, a dollar. So a minute. if somebody gets on your phone and starts yakking away like crazy on voicemail, yeah, I get charged you for have, that. You have to pay. Why the voicemail system isn't it in the cloud in the United States? Yeah, it's known as a ripoff. John is what oh, it is. Rip yeah. Off. yeah. So my What's daughter, company again? Yeah, AT and T. Oh, they, there's no way they can stay in business. So my, so Christina, um, you know, she's over here, and I've got all the international packages what? and everything, and you know, which is <laughs> is very expensive. Just putting that on by itself. It's a scam. Her yeah. mom, of course, is calling her all the time, as mothers do, and you know, I get like a seven hundred and fifty bill dollar bill for the month of uh, December 9th to January 9th. and I call her. Say, what are you doing? This is this is not possible, and they say, "Well, we have all these, uh, you know, one one minute, two minute, three minute charges, apparently of you know her mom. This is what moms do; they call and harass the kids, but she's been doing it like every day. And then you know, why doesn't she just sw swap out the card and get a local oh, card? Oh, I'm sorry, that would be because you can't do that with an AT and T phone now, can you? It's locked. It's SIM locked. Oh, why would you have such a phone? Don't don't let's just you know let's just leave let's just not go down that road because this is going to get me very very angry. I can I, tell because I I said to them I said because now she and she, of course the idiot kid as I told her don't upgrade to iOS six do not do it upgrades to iOS six data's gone out of control and then <laughs> right because it's just automatically doing stuff in the background. You know, I'm by phone, and I'm kind of no, no, bored. No, 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 not in the background. When when you have data roaming off, and you're only on Wi-Fi, it does this. So it, it irrelevant. What? Yeah, that's part of the problem. So then I call him up, and I said, "Shut it off. I want you to shut off data." No, we can't do that. I said, "Oh no, my phone, which is also AT and T, you've just shut it off data." So you, you, for whatever reason, you can shut it off. Yet if I want well, you to shut it off, you can't yeah. shut it off. It's well, you can't shut it off. Infuriating. Until you've racked up a big it's enough bill. It's infuriating. Anyway, it's, it, there's a little number there. It says, "What's the number?" Nah, they haven't charged enough yet. Oh. Once it gets up over a thousand bucks, we'll turn it off. Yeah, exactly. That'll do you a favor. So of course, amidst all of this, uh, what arrives uh, at the beginning of the week? An entire ICOM seventy two hundred uh, ham radio hundred watt rig in a Pelican case. With a dipole antenna and with, and with a power supply, the whole thing shows up here. Dodd Vickers, one of our producers, was taking, you know, he's a, a ham. He took pity on me and he arranged, you know, this ICOM rig. Wow. And, it's, and, and, and Agent Orange, our, uh, our uh, military industrial complex contact here, had it shipped on a C 17 to the embassy. And hand delivered to the house. Nice. <laughs> I, I tweeted a picture of it. You know, it's like it's like a hundred pound pelican case. <laughs> and now, so I, I I did like two days of 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 hamming it up. And I and no, now I got it. Now it's got to go back. It's the whole thing. It's like can't you just ship it back when you with you? No, no, no. It's just going back on another C seventeen. I'm not doing that. Huh? No, I might as well use the C seventeen. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm like. 
if you had told me about this, Agent Orange, then I would have put Miss Mickey in the Pelican case. We would have been home a lot sooner, a lot easier. Ah, <sighs> so uh, so anyway, so it's been like all of a sudden a flurry of just like, oh wow, you know, we, we can leave. Uh, Miss Mickey has her 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 paper. You should just stay there. Oh, you have <laughs> you have no idea how. I mean, it's been thirty six days. She's been here for an additional two weeks. She's been here for you know more than like two months now. Can she still speak English? Barely. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, and it's been, oh, I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm so happy. Now, of course, um, we are being kicked out on Tuesday so I'm, uh, of our house. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to extend that. You know, there's people that need to come in. So it's not like the ordeal is over, and we don't have another place to go to yet. So I thought uh, you were leaving tomorrow, you said. No, no, we're in Austin. Our rental in Austin. Oh, your rental in Austin you're being kicked yeah, out Yeah, yeah. On Tuesday. Yeah, the 15th. Is that but the, this Tuesday is like, a, you were just like, we're, people out there must think you're listening to a soap opera. <laughs> no, just a little disorganized at the moment. That's all. It's just, uh... anyway, it doesn't matter because I'm, I'm upbeat about that. Uh, I'm peeing in the shower. I feel good about myself. Um, and uh, and we'll be on our way tomorrow. We fly to Atlanta. Uh, they actually, uh, and I have to say, the cons, so... The, cons- the Dutch Consul General in San Francisco called the American Consul General in Amsterdam. See, now we finally got some networks working. Um, and they said, okay, you know, hook Ms. Mickey up. Well, of course, that couldn't happen for five weeks, but now it happened. And they did put on her passport or on her visa uh, a line that says, ESTA record reviewed. Which should mean, because of course she has a flag next to her name now, um, that they, that basically says, you know, yeah, we know that there's a problem, a flag, but we reviewed it. Don't take her into secondary. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you will. It's very possible because we get into Atlanta late, you know, and we have like an hour and like an hour and forty five minutes to clear customs and grab our bags and go to the uh, Atlanta Austin flight. Uh, we may very well wind up staying in uh, in Atlanta, you know, depending yeah, on what happens. Yeah, yeah. You got your uh, DHS guys. They're going to look at that and go, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What's this mean? Yeah, I know. And you're going to say, well, it means blah, blah, blah. And they get, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you put, stand over here. Stand over here to the side a little bit. Uh, <laughs> let me get, I got to get a stand supervisor. Over, stand over here? Really? And by, and by the, uh, <laughs> and super, hey, hey, Bill, the supervisor working? <laughs> ah, she's on her break. And It'll it, be back in an hour. And it turns out that um, I was reading a report. I have it here somewhere in, uh, I think it's probably Gitmo Nation heading here. Yeah. Immigration leads federal law enforcement spending, according to the Washington Post. <laughs> can, can you believe that? That they have, they have spent uh, the most money in all of law enforcement on immigration. No wonder that you know, this stuff happens. You know, they've, they've got to justify their existence. Yeah, so they're just going to harass you. You're going to be lucky to you. You may it's you're going to it's going to surprise you. Whatever happens, you may just go could flying be, right could through. Be, which, could be, could by be. the way, is what happened when I was had was pickpocketed. They had to get a replacement yeah. uh, passport. It's this cr- crummy little thing yeah. with like one page in it. Yeah. And I figured, oh brother, uh, this is going to be a, a hassle. But when I got to the the control, the guy says, "Oh, you're." And he says, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And but, he, it was it was like, but, but you know why, don't you? Because apparently everybody gets pickpocketed in Madrid. No, no. That's because Agent Orange uh, put in the calls for you. I well, that's that's a possibility. Yeah. No, he, Whatever the he, case he was, told me the, whole route, story. the guy the guy says, 
Yeah, you and everybody else got picked by you. Get out of here. So <laughs> he uh, said, "Wait a minute. Was she, was she a hooker? <laughs> she a hooker? Yeah, she was a gypsy. Ah, oh, gypsy. Eighteen okay, eighteen billion dollars the U.S. government spent on immigration enforcement in 2012. Twenty four percent more than it spent collectively for the FBI, the DEA, the Secret Service, the U.S. Marshals, and BATF." On immigrate, yeah. I mean, but for yeah, harassing that means you're going to be hassled, of course, <laughs> for harassing people. No doubt about it. Oh man, oh man, oh man, it's crazy. Hey, we got another one. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that? What's that sign say again on the card or the pass? What is it? Esta Esta record reviewed. E S T A. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That's the electronic uh, uh, something. Uh, it's it's basically the the visa waiver program. So it's going to go like this. Hey, Bill, we got another Esther. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No, it's going to say Esther record reviewed. Okay. It says uh, review your record. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It says it's been reviewed. It says Esther record reviewed. No, no, no. no, no That's no, not what no, it no. means. It so, means to review your, rest, your Esther record. That's right. what we got to do. You right. stand over here. All right. And you, uh, sir, you, sir, you can go in. Oh yeah, oh, I can go in. I know. I have the uh, I have the papers. Uh, papers. But of course, uh, while all this was taking place, uh, once again, uh, we did not win a single award in the podcast awards. Of course not. Yeah. They're they're won by people that have access to bots <laughs> that vote constantly. It was uh, the in our we we were in the political news segment, yeah. I think, and it was who won that? It was like some leftist talk show guy. Like a guy who used to be on Air America. David Parkman? Mm, that guy? No, I don't think that's He really his name. stinks. No. Tom Hartman? He still has a podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it wasn't him. It was, uh, hold on. Podcast Awards uh, Podcaster. I don't know. I don't know who it was. You know, but we were promised to get the, the only title we care about. The best podcast in the we once again did not get. Oh, Young Turks won Best Video Podcast. Well, enjoy that. Really? Because that's you're hey. not, <laughs> not going to be on TV much longer. Enjoy. They're out to get that guy. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy that. Then uh, here it is. Uh, Why would Young Turks win Best Video Podcast? I don't know. Maybe it's really good. I've seen. It's the same as that they play on current. It's not that good. It's yeah, the majority. It looks report. Russian. It looks the, Russian. Glenn Greenwald. No, not Glenn Greenwald. And the majority report with Sam Sater. Never heard of him. No, me neither. Sam Sater. I listened to an episode. I'm like, ugh, it's annoying. That's no, just all knee jerk stuff, right? I did, same what, old, same nah, old analysis. No, he's same just, old stuff everybody else does. No, he's a freemium model, so you get like forty-five minutes, and then if you ah, pay money, boo. Then, <laughs> then you get the whole show. Boo, <laughs> boo, that's no good. Uh, anyway, I would like to because this, of course, is what everyone is really waiting for. Um, I would like to uh, to start off uh, by congratulating, congratulating. Uh, Alex Jones on completing his mission as an agent of uh, the American government and uh, and setting back uh, the uh, the Second Amendment movement in this country by about 50 years. Good job. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. When I saw this, and then, we, of course, we get a lot of email of people thinking this is so good. No. But in fact, it, you could tell by the way Pierce handled it 
because he is easily you can see when he's easily rattled. He wasn't rattled. He was he, this whole thing was scripted. Well, uh, the thing that you have to see what I noticed immediately, he was not behind the desk. It was, this this show was typically done with Pierce on one side of the desk and the guests on the other side. They had two stool two stools up in front like they're in the actor's studio, you know, literally on a stage. Uh, Alex Jones has his script in his hand and he was the only one talking, so it was you know, it was almost like a monologue. Um, and and it was so obviously set up. I mean, you can't tell me that anyone who has been in the media business for 20-plus years, as Alex Jones says, uh, did not know that, that what was going to come of this was that he was become the poster child for all things crazy. Um, yeah. In fact, I just have a, I just have a few clips. Yeah, very short. Lunatic. Of, okay, of, of the lunatic. I, 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 let me start by saying I – was going to just avoid this topic, but I have no, no problem no, discussing no, it. Because I have a couple things that are interesting that need to be discussed. Uh, All right. Uh, in fact, let me, yeah. Oh, so here's a, just some, some short clips. This is uh, this is actually a chunk there from the from the best uh, video podcast in the world. All right. Now, I don't know if you've seen Alex Jones, but he's a nut. He believes in every conspiracy there is in the world. But if you weren't sure about it, well, he went on Piers Morgan last night because he's the guy that started the movement to get Piers Morgan kicked out of the country. And madness ensued. Okay, so that's a Chunk. Then we have MSNBC. Do the sharks have guns? How does this apply? Listen, Alex, I know there's a lot of sides to the gun control debate, but there's one thing we can all agree on. After watching you act like this, there is not one person in the United States of America who would say, let's get that guy a gun. I'm done talking now. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, here's uh, more on CNN. I, last night, he kind of went off his rocker telling peers that more guns mean less crime. Welcome back to Early Start. It's 11 minutes past the hour. Fireworks. This is a continuous, uh, uh, every hour they updated the story on CNN. On Pierce Morgan's show as he sat down with the guy who wants to see him deported. Radio host Alex Jones created the Deport Pierce Morgan petition to protest the CNN anchor's anti-gun position. And last night, he brought the crazy and rambling pro-gun tirade. Rambling tirade! Take on firearms! Doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street. This, by the way, was perfect. He knew exactly exactly what he was doing. They can afford to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. Do you understand? And let's get more okay, crazy. So that guy has, by his own count, like 50-something guns. Hmm? Just put that in your, your back pocket for a moment. Just what? You know, that's the crazy people who got 50,000 guns. Okay, so it's very obvious that this was set up to create this type of a response. And, of course, what you get from that, then, is guys on YouTube who have gun shows doing stuff like this. Hi, this is Jim Shaker for Tactical Response, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of mad right now. I, uh, I just got a uh, news update. Uh, today is the, uh, the, the 9th of January, 2013, that uh, Pre Vice President Biden is asking the president to bypass Congress uh, and use executive privilege, executive order to uh, ban assault rifles. To now listen how this guy's cadence is going to increase just like Alex to, Jones. Uh, to, in, in, to impose stricter gun control. Fuck that. It, I'm telling you that if that happens, it's going to spark a civil war, and I'll be glad to fire the first shot. I'm not putting up with it. You shouldn't put up with it. And I need all you patriots 
to start thinking about what you're going to do. Load your damn mags. Make sure your rifle's clean. Pack a backpack with some food in it and get ready to fight. I'm not fucking putting up with this. I am not letting my country be ruled by a dictator. I'm not letting anybody take my guns. If it goes one inch further, I'm going to start killing people. Okay, so this is this is a setup. Okay, this is a, now the things Jones said. By the way, I don't disagree with them, but but to do this in this scripted manner to create this incredible tension between pro and anti and crazy and not crazy was, I mean, it, it was it's the worst thing he ever could have done if he was sincere, which I am now convinced. He is not. CNN, of course, with Pierce Morgan, ratchets this all up and talking, you know, about killing uh, Alex Jones. This is this is all built into it. And Alex Jones, of course, immediately is putting these videos well, on his website. With you. This debate is raging as it has done for a long time in America. Do you believe that Sandy Hook represents any kind of tipping point in favor of new gun control legislation this guy is uh, who's talking no, now is actually I mean, a sports America's writer this is how low they've sunk violence that was uh, born in violence that <laughs> loves the image of of the frontiersman and, and and the cowboy and uh, having guns you know there was a lot of protest i think the only politician who's really trying to do anything is michael bloomberg i don't see president obama doing very much i mean we had another incident in aurora colorado where he did nothing mitt romney did nothing yeah, mitt romney had nothing to do for when he was running for president idiot it's a yeah, what could he do no, it's just it's, it's, mitt romney did it's, nothing it's an idiot but this guy is brought on to do the gut the, the killing threat check it What's out argument how can we possibly have assault weapons and frankly why do we why do we need Need guns. We don't need guns. We have 10,000 murders a year. As you tried to tell that big fat idiot last night, how many murders by gun were there in, in England? What, 33? Yeah. It's, Ooh, it's 33. pathetic, but I don't see any change. It, it is pathetic. It is, it is ridiculous that you are allowed, I don't care what the justification is, that you are allowed in this country to own a semi automatic weapon, much less a hang up. But what do you need a semi automatic weapon? weapon for. The only reason I think you need it is, Pierce, challenge Alex Jones to a boxing match, show up with a semi-automatic that you got <laughs> legally, and pop him. I'd love to see that. <laughs> in uniform. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah, in uniform. <laughs> so these people are essentially, that's very interesting. Well, wait, wait, but there's more. I'm not. No, they're all for the peacemaking, oh, no yeah. guns, but they'd but love to see that. Kill him. Now, the th wow. so, so Pierce Morgan... Uh, who, of course, is obviously in on this, he calls in to uh, the CNN morning show. And I have two little clips here that really explain... Well, first of all, this first one will explain exactly the timing of all of this, along with you know, Sandy Hook, obviously. You know that uh, CNN has a new boss that came in. Is it uh, Jeff Zucker? Is that who it is, uh, John? You know this guy. Yeah, the you? guy who screwed up NBC. He's the guy who put Leno in at 10 o'clock. And then had to fire Conan to put Leno back to his old hour. Mm -hmm. That's Zucker. The guy is, an, and if you look back, he is terrible. He's terrible. He's an incompetent, terrible person. But he's also and, a hatchet man. I mean, he is. He. Oh yeah, no, he's a hatchet man. So no, if, he's firing people left and right. Ah, this whole ah, ah. Let's listen to what Pierce said this morning. It's problem. There are three hundred million guns in circulation. You're never going to get those out of circulation. So you have to be realistic in the goals and in what you're trying to achieve. What I've noticed since I've been on there at CNN, nearly two years now, I'll be two years next week, is there has been a proliferation. Contract renegotiation, two years next week.
Oh yeah. Hello. Hello. That means a con- yeah, he's contract he's time. Con- he needed to and by the way, didn't work. I mean, they still only had 100,000 people in the age group 18 to 34 and 200,000 people in the age group 34 to 100. And then, you know, which is like, I mean, yeah, you got a lot of traction online, though. Yeah. And you saw it in your email. Yes. Now, he said something else during this uh, this fantastic interview where, of course, I mean, it, it just blew me away what he's going to say at the end of this clip, because it shows to me, if you want conspiracy theory, this sets it up. Be the tipping point. I, I, I literally am out of time, but I, I have to go there next. The White House actually responded to this this petition that's, I think, over 100,000 yeah. petitions to have you kicked out. They have to respond to this. This isn't this isn't a joke. Yes, it is. It's a complete joke. They only respond to what they want to respond to, you idiot. What did they say? Well, it was very interesting. I thought Jay Carney, the White House spokesman, uh, said two things. One, that they would be making a formal response. So President Obama will decide whether I'm going to be deported or not. He does not. <laughs> you see how he's making this into something real? This has nothing to do with, with Obama determining whether you're going to be deported or not. You complete, complete malarkey this. But I thought there was a <laughs> clue perhaps to that decision-making thought process in the second part of the listen carefully. which said that they wanted to remind people that they respect the right of uh, freedom of expression, uh, which is, of course, a constitutional right under the First Amendment. And there is an yeah. irony here, actually, about people who want to deport me for supposedly attacking the Second Amendment. Uh, and yet that would in itself be a flagrant breach of the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, <laughs> Stand by. And particularly with the press. It's noted there. Um, and I think that this debate has to be had. It has to continue. It cannot be allowed to die just because a story fades out after a couple of weeks. There will be another mass shooting in America in the next few months, and we all know this. And the wow. oh, oh, I'm sorry. John, did you know this? Did you have this information? No, I mean, they only happen once every couple of years, generally. No, no, in the next few months, and we all know this. We all know this. We all know this. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, he must be talking about some group that he's in, because I don't know this. I don't know this. We all know this. Well, this, they all know it, whoever they are, well, this group. Well, he says, we all know this. There will be another mass shooting in America in the next few months, and we all know this. And the well, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, uh, I only have one more clip, and then I can move off of this. But I want to make it very, very clear. This is my position, and I have long suspected uh, that this was going on. I have long suspected this, but now I know for sure. Um, it started with you know the um, getting trumping up some um, uh, some noise by not wanting to take off his shoes at ATX on his way to New York for the interview. You know, total. Malarkey. Right, with a photo of him yeah. that coincidentally, a perfect photo of him shaking yeah. his finger yeah. Yeah. at a yeah. TSA guy that was all over, that was on the net. Who took that picture yeah. oh, in yeah. the first place? From the, from the, the side. The whole thing was staged. Yeah. It's, it's all staged. And the, but the, the sad thing, in a way, is that what he says, you know, I agree with mostly. Uh, certainly, you know, the suicide pills and everything, it makes total sense. But you're not going to, uh, not a single person who watches Pierce Morgan, who unless they already uh, are on board with uh, some basic reality, you're not going to affect a single person. And, and, and anyone could have told him this, he should know this. You, know, you, you cannot do this, and particularly the way that was set up, you're only going to create more tension and make everyone who um, listens to uh, any of or watches any of his programming, but anyone who even slightly is related 
to an alternative media source, you're going to make them turn them into complete outcasts. And that's everyone who is already listening to our show as well. So the thing that I'm going to wrap this up with that um, that is not getting you know going viral everywhere on YouTube is what happened after uh, Jones was on uh, with Pierce Morgan with Alan Dershowitz, and that's the conversation where it's very very important because here's a lawyer. And his credits, his credibility is going to be established, um, and then he's going to start putting legal terms on um, on individuals who believe that there's a right to owning a gun, um, who you know, uh, just who are against you know the uh, the legislation that is forthcoming. You know, people who have an alternative opinion, and this is this is the really really it's very well done. To have this set up and then bring in a lawyer like Dershowitz, very famous lawyer. Uh, is, he, is he really a divorce lawyer initially? Is that is that what he's famous I, for? You know, Dershowitz is famous for being a civil rights attorney and a hard ass one. He's extremely left, uh, mean spirited uh, guy. You don't want to come come across in a dark alley. So, <laughs> right. So um, you know, if, if you label yourself a crackpot, <clears throat> or if you're labeled a crackpot. Or if you listen to a crackpot, you're going to have a problem. Now, now we're going to stop this three or four times throughout the, the, the clip. I want to bring in Alan Dershowitz, who's agreed to defend me from deportation. Very kind of you. I think you, you defended uh, John Lennon, no less. Okay, so he's going to defend uh, Pierce Morgan, and let's establish his credibility. You know, he defended John Lennon, who, of course, uh, we only know as the, the peace-loving beatnik. So Pierce Morgan now comparing himself to John Lennon. Very smart move. Um, interesting encounter there with Alex Jones. He's the guy behind this petition to have me deported. Uh, he's really one of the reasons why I'm so concerned. <laughs> you do see where this is going, people. About the lack of gun control in America. He's a man that owns 50 weapons. <laughs> he has a sort of pathological view about it. He seems unhinged to me. Um, the irony of these gun rights guys saying to me that I'm rude to them won't be lost on my regular viewers, I'm sure. All ten of them. I try to stay calm, and really there's no other way of dealing with him because he's just a sort of ranting guy who doesn't want anybody see, to grab his guns. You see, so, so Jones has not even left the studio, and this is already taking place, because this was the setup. This was what was meant to happen, and I know Jones is complicit in this. But no sense of awareness about the wider issue of a particular type of weapon mm -hmm. being used to commit these mass outrages. Well, we lawyers refer to people like that not as witnesses, but as exhibits. Mm. Ooh, an exhibit. Here you go, because it's evidence, John. That's what's going on. It was on. an exhibit, like a piece of evidence. You just see him speaking, and you say to yourself, I don't want that man to have a gun. <laughs> I wouldn't feel comfortable having an argument with him mm. in his home where he had access to his 50 weapons, and if he got really mad at something I said, or if I disputed his contentions, or I told him he was lying about the FBI statistics. T t wow. I mean... Well, they, I like the way they do that. That was very good. Slick, say. isn't it? We don't know that he was lying about the FBI statistics, oh, but, it, but you throw it in and oh, that, yeah. it, 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 oh, model yeah. it that way, and it's mm -hmm. 
absolutely stunning. But there's this, more. The people who eat this stuff up are, are the ones who scare me, but go on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now. And that he was lying about lying. the claim. More Listen to even his cadence. You know, first it's like, I'd be afraid to go to his house because he's got 50 guns in his home. And he, he would shoot me if I disagreed with him. And he was lying. And he was lying. More guns equal less crime. I would be worried he would grab for his semi-automatic. Semi-automatic. What really would concern me about somebody like him is the amount of influence he has a growing influence now this is for ah. you this is for you citizens you for all of you listening yeah he's growing he's millions of people listening yep. to him is some of his youtube rants have got tens of mm -hmm. millions of people watching them and he ferments this fear of a tyrannical regime and that is why everyone in america needs to be armed with ar-15s and it's the stuff of nonsense isn't it i mean well, the it's idea much that... more dangerous than nonsense i mean he was dangerous comparing president bush to adolf hitler yeah <laughs> i don't remember that part but okay uh, he uh, was, was saying... he, i think he was comparing obama well it would well to the... adolf hitler did he say bush that's what uh, dershowitz just said but i, I... yeah because dershowitz Wants to make sure the association it's is not still with Obama, with Bush of course, as a bad guy, uh, as of opposed course. to even bringing Obama's name into the conversation. Of course, nonsense. I mean, he was essentially comparing President Bush to Adolf Hitler. Yeah, uh, he was saying that somebody, the criminal elements within our banks, the Bloomberg's, throw some Jewish names out there. The national banks. Yeah. You can't dismiss him as just a crackpot because Woo. millions of Americans tune into him now on a daily basis and believe what he but says. That you, is why, to me. He's a very relevant guest here, and he perfectly exemplifies the problem. But the reason you perform such a great service by having him on is he <laughs> usually <laughs> preaches to his own little paranoid choir. Paranoid! People who listen to him are either listening to him for entertainment purposes, the way I sometimes listen to Rush Limbaugh, uh -huh. or because... <laughs> Even if you listen for entertainment purposes, you're contaminated. It's a fact. Science is in. You are you 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 we're all gonna die. I believe it. I'm, yeah, now, you get all kinds of kudos for the, putting this package together. I'm sorry. You get. I think this package is fantastic that you just that you produced here. Oh well, I have a little more just about the war on ammo in general because. No, no, but get back to this Dershowitz. Any more from him? Uh, no, the guy's that's... a propaganda machine. It just spews out of him. <laughs> He's good, he, isn't he? He, he does misdirection when he refers to things. Mm -hmm. He he has all the right talking points built in in a very unique way. The way he throws in semi-auto. He's gonna he's not gonna bring a pistol out and shoot. He's gonna bring out a semi-automatic. <laughs> yeah. By the way, and a semi-automatic that we're going after right now. Not handguns. We can do that later. Yeah, of course. It's amazing <laughs> how. I mean, he is really one of the most dangerous men in America, Dershowitz. He's yeah, really yeah. out. I mean. Like I said, you run into him in an alley. God knows. I mean, this guy is good. So to just just to wrap up this part, uh, Jones, if he didn't know that this was going to be the result, then he's dumber than I thought. And I'm I, I just I'm sorry. Now, you know, too, there's way too many things he's done in his show that I have personal knowledge of. Uh, I mean, he talks about you know the, with the Berkeley riots. He talks about a number of things that I have personal knowledge of, and he's wrong. He just he lies. He does lie. Well, I, I don't I, care about I don't care about that. So but. I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's dumb. I think oh, okay. he was a complicit. I think this was scripted. Yeah. yeah. I think he was brought on for a purpose. He figured he can get his numbers up because there's you know again you know there are people that think it's like you, you played the gun nut guy mm -hmm. and you can see that you know he gets a, all it goes into this crazy rant. There's a lot of people that feel that way. They feel like they'd be like they'd love to be yelling at Pierce Morgan, and so they actually associate. There are people that actually associate 
and sympathize with that. Yes, with Alex yes, yes. And they think it's great that he's screaming at these people, not realizing that they're being used. It, completely being used, and they're basically painting a target on their head. And then, you know, this, if, if just following through with the theory, it's, it seems like, we, you know, and also now that Pierce Morgan says, you know, we're going to have another shooting in, within the next few months, we all know it. Yes, it makes sense because you're building up this incredible tension, which was done specifically, specifically by Jones in this case, to just to build up tension and to make people crazy. Now, are, are there problems? Is there stuff I disagree with? Yeah, I mean, this is a problem to me. If the president is going to act, there are executive orders, executive action that can be taken. We haven't decided what that is yet, but we're compiling it all with the help of the attorney general and uh, and all the rest of the cabinet members. I mean, that's a re- of course, this is a real problem. I'm against uh, an executive order that would uh, would have some kind of Forboten uh, arm issue in it. I mean, I got a problem with that. But you don't get, don't let yourself get used and get angry and go grab your guns and your and your sandwiches and go shoot people. I mean, that's <laughs> this is crazy. In fact, you, you know what I'm really afraid of. This is what's going on. This is really scary. Turn in a handgun in Seattle. You can pick up a $100 gift card for online shopping at Amazon.com. I'm afraid of this stuff. People are going to go in droves. <laughs> Like, oh. oh, yeah, no, sales skyrocket if there's a threat of uh No, 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 you didn't hear it. This is gun buyback. Oh, you mean, yeah, you buy a gun, you get a card. No, 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 this is if you hand your gun in, you get the oh, Amazon. Oh, I thought it was buy a gun, you get no, a card. This is, no, this is, this is hand your gun in, you get an Amazon gift card. What? <laughs> yeah, this is in Seattle. <laughs> I love well, you. Know, if people are that dumb, let them hand their guns in and get a gift card. I people mean, are just... dumb. People are dumb. People are dumb. So, um, um, just a, just just a few clips on the war on ammo now, because of course no one is really talking about Sandy Hook. You know, there's no real investigation being done. There's uh, there's just nothing being done because why bother? You know, we already have the argument. The, that what we, the point's been made? Yeah. Well, you made a point the other day that I went out and made a little compilation, especially for you, a little JCD compilation, because in the whole Sandy Hook thing, which, by the way, we're not going to get into that because, you know, there's so much... We ob- decided not to. Yeah. Uh, but you had one remark that I that stuck in my brain, and it was, do we even know if this kid, this Adam Lanza, existed? You remember you said that? Yeah. So here's a compilation of just the mainstream media stuff about his existence. Could you say, was Adam, maybe something went wrong with him? Was I, he a normal kid? I don't remember Adam, except when he was a child. Uh, Reporters been asking around if they, if anybody knows them on the block, and nobody, nobody knows them, which is odd for this neighborhood. It's very odd because a lot of people in this neighborhood know each other, and they, if they don't know each other, they know of somebody. And even someone we spoke to who lived just two doors down from the Lanzas said they had very little information about the family and didn't really know Adam Lanza. What's so interesting, Wolf, is that about three years ago, back in 2009, that's really the last time we have any hard record of any classes he took, any courses he was 
enrolled in. After that, right at the time that the divorce was finalized, it seems that Adam Lanza simply fell off the face of the earth. There is no record of anything that he did, what he may have accomplished, who he met with. We've had a very difficult time even finding friends who knew him uh, from the period 2009 on. So he existed, but he existed in a world that really nobody knows about, Wolf. <laughs> I'm loving your theory there, John. I'm liking that well, a lot. There was a, the thing that triggered my uh, thinking, uh, mm -hmm. although uh, I didn't think much of it, mm -hmm. was that one guy, this one character, the neighbor who knew Adam Lanza as just a kid. Mm -hmm. well, he's yeah. just a kid. I can't imagine him doing anything. He's just a kid. That same guy yeah. was re- scripted and oh. showed up on a different show mm -hmm. saying something you know leaving all that out and saying it was terrible and all the rest of it and i i thought it was peculiar that this you know because there's a bunch of people that show up I and mean, nowadays you have uh, everybody's uh old reports and i think the little sh people should go check out the little adam curtis documentary on this all the reports nowadays there's no experts involved they don't go to you know they don't ask a professor about syria they they go on the street and the and the public becomes the the voice of of knowledge or the the conduit to the truth and they say what do you think about the situation in syria man on the street it's terrible <laughs> the man should be overthrown we need to send our troops in what do you what is this guy why are they asking him he doesn't know anything and but this is what happens now all news has started in the late 60s it, it mushroomed in the 70s and now Everybody on the street is subject to having a microphone thrown in their face and asked some sort of a, a policy question on, on international law or whatever, or in this case, the, uh, the shooting. Do you think we should – guns should be abolished? Uh, it's, it's, it's really deteriorated to such an extreme that that's, I think, the only – one of the reasons people listen to our show, and they get sick when they watch the real news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, it physically can, can make you ill. Um, and so, you know, we don't deal in the, uh, although I love them and I put lots of links in the show notes, 477.nashownotes.com, we're just not going to participate in all of the stuff, you know, like the the cash documents that were created before it all happened and the photoshops and all this. That is not what we do. What we do is we assassinate the media, we deconstruct what the media is saying. So I'm going to give you uh, a one minute, uh, you'll be able to deconstruct this yourself, but a one minute deconstruction of the latest evidence according to NBC so you know these are the big guys these are not just little Mickey Mouse news networks these are big big news organizations this continues to be a, a very complex investigation and there's a lot of contradictory information out there but there is some new information this morning from a couple of federal officials um, and state officials they say now that uh, there were actually four handguns uh, recovered inside the school not just two as we were initially told four handguns and apparently only handguns that were taken into the school we knew that uh, Adam Lanza the man said to be the gunman here also had a assault style AR-15 style rifle that he had taken to the school that was in the car he drove there his mother's car but we've been told by several officials that he left that in the car so um, let's just remember what the medical examiner said. Everybody, uh, death was caused by, uh, uh, everyone that we've completed so far was caused by gunshot wounds. Uh, all the wounds that I know of at this point were caused by the, uh, the, long, the long weapon. Okay, just want to make sure I remember that properly. So only handguns, yet all the wounds were uh, created by the, uh, the long weapon. Great. Which was in the car. Which was in the car.
Now, uh, okay. moving on to just this the, is why we don't. We're not yeah. going to do this. Anymore. Yeah, no, we're going to. But I'm. But I'm going to uh, call out John Stewart, um, who uh, of course throws his hat into the ring for the uh, the the war on ammo debate. Uh, I happen to be in Gitmo Nation lowlands, um, as you know. Uh, just while we were here the other week. Uh, there were uh, there was a murder of two people uh, within five minute driving distance from where we are, uh, uh, machine gunned to death. Not semi automatic, full mach- automatic, machine yeah. gunned to death in their vehicle. Harder and a young Gallagher. Look, man. As for violent video games, uh, yeah, I guess they're out there. But then again, the Dutch spend more than twice as much on video games as we do and have less than a tenth of the gun violence. Although to be fair, most of their games are of the first person. Dyke plugger genre. So. <laughs> yeah, but you're wrong, John Stewart, because there's incredible gun violence here. The, the politician who was going, Pim Fortan, who was going to win the election, was assassinated by uh, a, a crazy animal rights activist two weeks before the election. Pim Fortan. Then the uh, the Dutch filmmaker Theo van Gogh was machine gunned down and a knife stuck in his chest with a note. After releasing a movie, no, 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 shut up, John Stewart, you're an a-hole. Well, there you have it. Yeah, there you have it. And then there's just all kinds of, all kinds of just crazy, crazy stuff. Slave training. This is what it's going to end. This is this is funny. Very sadly, uh, we've been seeing more emergency situations like the Colorado theater shootings and the Connecticut school shootings. Law enforcement personnel, uh, first responders, even civilians are getting training for dealing with them. CNN's Miguel Marquez uh, got a first-hand look. Miguel is joining us now live. Miguel? Yeah, well, if there are so many of these shootings now, it's creating a whole new industry in the world. So many of these shootings. It's a new industry. It's a new industry. Of security. It is a very chilling sign. Chilling. The times we live Chilling. In. Yeah, code word, by the way. Lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. Lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. Active shooter training. Come back here. So this is active shooter training. They are now training the freshmen at the San Diego University uh, how to deal with an active shooter in the school. I mean, this is insane. This has literally gone to pure insanity. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Well, let's thank a couple of uh, people before we continue. Well, let's. Uh, we can't do that. Why? Because I haven't said in the morning to you, John C. Dvorak. Sometimes you say in the morning to me afterwards, but but you, since you said it, I'll say back to you in the morning to you, Adam Curry, and also in the morning to all ships to see if there are any left. Boots on the ground and subs in the water. I think we still have a submariner out there. And also to all our knights and dames for uh, helping us uh, keep the show going in the uh, slow uh, months, which will be uh, January, February, and March from the looks of things. Yeah, I also want to thank uh, Martin J.J. for the uh, artwork once again. Uh, you know, we, It's funny. We love his artwork so much that when we see he has great art, we groan. We do. Like, oh, no, not Martin J.J. again. <laughs> it's horrible. It's so good. I know, but I, and I don't want him to. He, he bailed out for a few weeks. We don't want that anymore. He, if he's got a good idea, just, just send it just in. Rock it and in, let yeah. people compete with right yeah. now. He yeah, is the top, he's at the top of his game. We went back and we looked at his older stuff. He was been, he's been sending in artwork for a couple of a years. Long time, yeah, yeah. And it's only recently where he got. He, he, this he is hit typical. it. He just hit it. He just hit it. Yeah, all of a sudden. This is like every you know whether you're a musician or you're a writer. All of a sudden, you you get good. 
You don't know when it's going to happen, but you do have to stick with it. And he stuck with it yep. and stuck with it with some really dreadful stuff, to be honest about looking back a couple of years ago. And now it's just like you've got ten, you know, five, six pieces, and his is a clear-cut just, best. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, you can always see all of the art at noagendaartgenerator.com. Um, it's also kind of cool in the in the Google Plus group um, that you know the Nick the Rat is like posting, uh, even if he doesn't get chosen, he's posting his art, and this is good. You know, it's a whole. There is a whole artistic community that there could be a battle eventually. <laughs> Don't you think? I like a public a opinion on my art being better than Martin <laughs> a JJ's battle, art. A battle, <laughs> please. And a I also, battle. I also want to uh, say in the morning to all of the human resources in the chat room, noagendastream.com, noagendachat.net. Um, and, and, and just because I've been, you know, it's scrolling by, I'm just going to say, no, Alex Jones did not do this to go and get some promotion to promote his show. He knows there's no ratings on CNN. This is bull crap. Okay. And I, you know, and I tell you, John, of course, what's going to happen now, lightning rod and ground wire strap is like, I'm going to get attacked so hard for saying this. And you'll just go. I never get any negative email about that ever. Everybody loves well, it me. It wasn't my report; it was yours. But although you I agree. contributed yeah. to and, the um, to the the to the uh, thesis, I'm I'm totally in agreement with this. Okay, good. And uh, I think people that you know, if you don't like our show, and there are people in that bothers me about the Google Plusing. There are people in there that don't like our show. It's I, obvious really? to me. I haven't seen that actually. Right. Yeah, there's some kid. There's a few of them, yeah. and. Um, it's like they really need to. Hey, need kid, to, get off my uh, community group. It's not my group, and but I, you know, I, I can see this happening because this mm -hmm. happened. A, we had that other. Oh group yeah, that, the forums. Oh yeah, no, it's the it's, forum it's that happen. began. Yep. Next yep. thing you know, all they're doing is they said, you know, we can do a better job. They started their own podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was like died, of course, because yeah. it was no good. But mm -hmm. the uh, you know this kind of thing happens constantly, and it's it, I find it peculiar, but it doesn't. You know, it's like okay, well, you know, got to live with it. Anyway. Anyway. I, we do have a couple of executive producers. We, it's no, a slow we day. Have, we have one. We have two. We have one exec. Yeah, one executive one, and, and one, one associate, associate executive. Yeah. Okay. But so our executive, of course, is one of our regulars, uh, Sir Dwayne Melanson. Of course, I mean, you, you would see someone new show up. Yeah, Tigard, uh for came in four hundred seventy nine dollars and sixty nine cents. ITM and Happy Twenty Thirteen, having spent a few winters in Holland, including one year over a weekend. Hey yo. No, including one year when they did the Elfstendacht. What is the, that? Elfstedentocht is the eleven city skating competition on natural ice on the canals. Oh, um, okay. They I think the last. Ottawa, by the way, well, the, the last time was like nineteen, I think ninety six or something, and before that it was nineteen seventy two. Every year when it gets cold, the committee comes together, and then that's you know besides peeing in the shower, it's like, hey, we're gonna have that eleven city skating competition. No. Ah, well, back to peeing in the shower then. Anyway, he agrees. Uh, I agree having him on the off news cycles has helped the show. Agrees with somebody. Yeah. Uh, please give all the knights some 2013 karma. So hit all that right. karma shot. Absolutely. You've got karma. Uh, Sir Matt Greenschmidt in uh, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. ITM again, guys. A contribution to make sure you make it through January. 41st birthday call out on... And myself, we got that listed. 
in regards to the definition of middle class, there's another reason politicians use that term. If you ask people to define themselves, almost everybody thinks of themselves as middle class. No one considers themselves lower class unless they are really below the poverty line. And most people that are actually rich will self-identify as middle class unless they're actually part of the 0.1% of the super elites. <laughs> so it's a mental trick politicians and marketers like to use. If you say you are doing something for the middle class, then refuse to define it and refuse to define it. More than 90% of the people believe they are being included when in reality, it probably affect less than 30%, depending on the definition, of course. Thanks for all you guys do, uh, and wishing Alvin and Millicent a speedy return <laughs> to the Drone Star State. I like Millicent. <laughs> Millicent. What kind of name Millicent. is that? Millicent. She wants a nickname. Yeah, but Millicent. What is that? I've never heard that name. Oh, yeah. Millicent is, a, is an old, a, Brit, a proper British girl's name. Oh, okay. Millicent. I like that. Ms. Yes, Millicent. 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 Ms. Millicent, Millicent is here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sir Matt in Melbourne. By the way, I'd like to opt out of the 3333 pin payment credit. I'll take my pin when I earn it with a second knighthood. Wow. There you go. That's, 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 that's talking. A, that's, that's one talking. of our knights. That's talking. And that uh, concludes. So we had two knights yeah, that, that came up. Uh, with a couple of yeah. producers, well, of course, and, it's always uh, the knights who who bring always the knights. Where's the regular? Where's the rest of the listeners that sit around and carp? <laughs> carp, harp or carp? Carp? They carp. Oh, they carp. Uh, I also want to thank. Uh, oh, to put this together again, I've forgotten who. Uh, mm, we have a, a a new forum thingy. That's not a great question. Dot com. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. Kind of right, like right. that. I think kind of like that. that yeah, it, yeah, that's not a forward. You can actually. Uh, I think it should. Right. I think it should be turned into a wiki, and people can just post examples one after another. I, I think it's a forum. I think you can just post on it. It's not a wiki. Yeah, but, but it's, a, it's a forums are always they're so old fashioned looking. They, I mean, I have a forum called the uh, Devora Cage Match, uh, and yeah, you know, it has yeah, a. Yeah. It's for really early internet. It does. It doesn't have any modernity. And I think it's always they always end up collecting a bunch of people that and not a number. It's hard to get new people into forums. Just a yeah. thought. Well, I'll, I'll, yes and no because on the other hand, if you see how popular Reddit is with the kids, and that's basically a forum. And kids, kids totally dig Reddit, and that's huge. Yeah, Reddit's huge. So, and that's what it's it. But it's, it's, not, it's not a bulletin board type but forum. A, no, it is like I a think, kind of a meta I think, blog. No, I think it kind of is. Well, we'll argue about it on some other show. <laughs> sure. I look forward to it. By the way, I got good news for you. There's a way that you can get a new car. I found the clip. This is going to be, how can you pass this deal up? Crazy 88. That's right. Every car and truck, 88 down and 88 a month. Every van and SUV, 88 down and 88 a month. $88 down and $88 per month is all you pay, regardless of your past credit history. During Crazy 88, the Auto Finance Network guarantees you three things. $88 down payments, $88 monthly payments, and guaranteed credit. Bad credit, no credit, no no problem. Everybody drives. Even if you have upside down credit, if you owe 5000 10000 even 15000 more than your current vehicle is worth, and you want to drive the brand new car of your dreams, we will make it happen. Remember, every credit application will be approved. Guaranteed. We must be crazy. I can't wait to get back. Does yeah. It, does it can't have pass up a brand new car for 8888? That's 8888. 88. Does it have four it wheels? 
Uh, probably not. But uh, I want to thank uh, one of our producers for giving me access to the New York cable. So oh, this is the New York ad. Right. But this is not in, this is in New York. This is not in, uh, in Austin. It's not Texas. anywhere. It's bull crap. There's no way you get a brand new car for $88 and 88 a month. Come on. Well, uh, we must be crazy. <laughs> it must be out of your I love mind. the echo. They throw in echo for emphasis. It's very similar to uh, Crazy Eddie's, actually. That kind of. Yeah, kind that's. Of. Well, New York is the, where that's from. Kind too. of set that up. So, um, something very, uh, very, very interesting. I received a, a military copy, military viewing copy, I should say, of Zero Dark Thirty. Okay, you had you, somebody sent you a DVD. Uh, it, well, it came to me not on the DVD, but the military has received a for your consideration DVD. And, of course, the way that goes, uh, through our military contacts, uh, I received a copy of that. So I was able to watch the movie, which, as far as I know, is right now is only in theaters in New York and Los Angeles. I don't think it's even on a nationwide release yet, is it? I don't know. What's the name of that thing again? Zero Dark Thirty. This is about the uh, how bin Laden was captured. And, uh, well, I first want to, you know, this controversy over this. Very, very big controversy. This is ABC News, which in is... Theater, a, right, in theaters January 11th, right, tomorrow. So, so I already have seen the movie here in okay. Amsterdam. So just, just once again, proving to you how awesome the No Agenda Producer Network is. Yeah. So, and it was given to me legally as, you know, like, okay, you're now deputized. You are now a member of the military while you watch this, and then you will destroy it. Which, of course, I've destroyed the copy that I had, obviously. Good for you. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm not against – I don't like copyrighted. Yeah, we don't need the excuse. Just tell us about it. So ABC, very important. It's a screener. Yeah. A, no, it's not a screener. No, no, this is for your consideration. That's something different. Okay, it's, 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 but essentially it's a screener, but go on. So I've pulled a couple clips from the movie. I thought that would be kind oh, of good. fun. Oh, yeah. good, cool. So first I need to set this up by letting you know that ABC is trumping up this big controversy. Woo, big controversy over this movie. It's really, ooh, ooh. Now to the growing backlash over backlash. the movie Zero Dark Thirty. Backlash. The movie chronicles the hunt for Osama. Wait, hey, wait, stop the, stop the clip. How can there be a backlash? The movie's not even out yet. Thank you. Now to the growing backlash over the movie Zero Dark Thirty. The movie chronicles the hunt for Osama what? bin Laden. Three senators, including the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, are now putting pressure on the CIA to reveal just how much information it gave to filmmakers and whether or not the agency deliberately tried to mislead them into thinking torture led to the finding of Osama bin Laden. ABC's Martha Raddatz joins us now with the very latest on this story. Okay, so we don't have to listen to the whole thing now. So why is this important to ABC, and why is there a growing controversy over this? Because it is a Sony Pictures, okay, uh, which is not ABC. That would be uh, CBS. Um, and by the way, it is very interesting to point out uh, that this uh, movie is uh, produced by Annapurna Pictures. Uh, Annapurna Pictures is uh, run by Megan Ellison. So the whole thing was financed essentially by the by Oracle, the uh, Larry Ellison Empire. Uh, Megan Ellison being uh, his daughter, uh, and uh, so so that's just stick that in your in your back pocket so you remember that. Why is it important for for ABC to make this big controversy? Because this thing has already been. Uh, we have the not the the nominations. I think are did they come out yet today or the 
the Academy Award no, nominations that I know of. because ABC, of course, hosts the Academy Awards, which is coming up. So oh. they need the controversy because we need to have this. You know, it's already been nominated for Golden Globes, and so we have to have this controversy so more people will watch ABC's Academy Awards. That's the only reason why there's some controversy now. Having seen the movie, the first okay, they, they actually they have the the, the, the nominations, nominations came out them. today, didn't they? Yeah, and Chastain, one of the actresses in the movie, the, she's got a she got a, she's nomination? Got a nomination. Okay, uh, so let me say this about this movie: if this movie were true, I would immediately sign up for the CIA because they have the hottest freaking agent babes in the universe, and they're loose. They're <laughs> they are hot, baby. I'm telling you, that Maya is is the is the character. She's redhead. The character she plays, smoking hot. And, of course, she single-handedly is responsible for tracking down bin Laden. Now, oh, yeah. the first 30 minutes of this movie is all... And there's something sexy about a, a, a hot... No, real, something really sexy about a hot babe and, and, you know, watching a guy get tortured. I mean, it's very, very sexual. But the torture, I mean, really... This is what the controversy is about. They did. They showed some waterboarding, and literally, they put a cheesecloth over the guy's mouth, and they have a pitcher of water, and they're pouring it from like you know, like a foot high, and that's supposed to be waterboarding. So what you and then you know, and then uh, and and one guy gets hit, you know, like with the back of a hand, and one guy gets put in a in a closet. I mean, it's like you know, I've seen worse stuff in schoolyards than than what was portrayed in this movie. So total bullcrap. There is no controversy. At one point, they do show one one second frame. You know, well, it's not one one frame, but like a few frames of a funnel in a guy's. You don't even see it. In, you just see a funnel and then some liquid gurgling up. You don't even see if it's in his mouth or anything. So it's insinuated that they waterboarded him with a funnel. Uh, but that is like one one second of this thirty minutes of nothing. You know, there's no fingernails being pulled out. There's no deprivation. You know, it's like it's like eh, whatever. You know, it's it's not shocking to me. Not shocking. Well, this actually moves along the meme because they're they're trying to push the idea that torture. They're trying yes. to make the entire U.S. public uh-huh. think that torture is fine and yes. works. Yes. And in the it's, movie... Even though it's all been... You know, it's over... You can talk to your blue in the face that it's ineffective and there's a better ways of getting information. But no, no. We, we, we have a... There's a bunch of sadists that enjoy doing it. That's oh, yeah. the only thing I can think of. And she... And the, and the hot babe actually at one point says, hey, you want to try and work him over? I mean, the whole thing is sexual. Really, 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 really sexual. Really, not not to me, but I mean, you know, this is what's being portrayed. And then at a certain point, after this this torture is over, then in the background we have the president uh, talking about how we're not going to torture anymore. I mean, it's and it's. I'm going to play the clip. It's uh, because it's in the background. It may not come across that well, but it's very, very subtle to show that, of course, you know, we're good and Obama's good and we don't torture and. the meeting with Malawi's off. He can't come to Islamabad. Can or won't. He's not going to travel. Security risk. And I've said repeatedly that America doesn't torture, and I'm going to make sure that we don't torture. Those are part and parcel of an, an effort to regain uh, America's moral stature in the world. Can you give us some sense of when you might start? Peace. Uh, 
So at this point, of course, we already have the information that we need to track down uh, the Bin Ladens. Uh, beautiful little word, little... Um, so now they've tracked them down to the compound. Um, this uh, actually is like a, a whole segment. They use this term, which the only other person I've ever heard use this is uh, Hillary Lucifer Clippity-Clop Clinton. And I'm also going to give up hope that he might ever get in that white SUV and drive around a bit and we could see him. Don't they get groceries? The unidentified third male does not get groceries. He does not leave the compound. He does not present himself for photographs. When he needs fresh air, he paces around beneath a grape arbor. But the leaves are so thick, they obscure our satellite views. This is a professional attempt to avoid detection. Okay? Real tradecraft. The only people we've seen behave in this way are other top-level Al-Qaeda operatives. Top-level Al-Qaeda. So tradecraft. Fantastic uh, term, tradecraft. So look for the term tradecraft to be like used it. in connection with terrorists. Now, uh, before I play the final two little ditty-bitty clips, um, this movie is meant to bring all of those moments together that have been cemented in your mind through the media. So it starts off with you hearing, no no video, no just black screen actually, hearing phone calls from the airplanes. Remember those uh, amazing cell phone calls that were made from airplanes? I love you. You know, we've got, you know, yeah, let's right. roll. Yeah, I love you. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm burning up. Am I going to die? So 9-11 calls. Um, then it goes through and we have 7-7. Seven, seven, seven. You actually see the bus blowing up. Uh, it has the Ford operating base where the... Uh, nine CIA uh, agents were killed in um, uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, remember the uh, the the terrorist got all the way. Yeah, through? Yeah, the guy walked you know? in and said, "Hey guys, uh, you're all CIA, right?" Boom. Yeah, yeah, it has the it has the blowing up of the Marriott Hotel. So all it's basically explosions. All of it goes these that far back. Oh yeah, no, it's all of these all of these pieces all put together, um, and it's string oh, and it and it creates a narrative, creates an entire story, and they went so far with creating this fake story about this fake guy that they actually did the follow when you know we discussed this on our show um because where the bin laden so-called bin laden compound was located in pakistan has a name what is the name of that compound what is the name of that place where the compound was yeah yeah above uh, bada bada uh, what was it what was it what? Abbottabad. About yeah, Abbottabad. Abbottabad. No, it was Abbottabad. Abbottabad. We were corrected profusely by yeah, Pakistanis that it's Abbottabad. Yeah. So in the movie, we have CIA agents in Pakistan mispronouncing it. So a little context here. If you take a right out of Islamabad, drive about forty-five minutes north, you'll find yourself here in Abbottabad. Abbottabad. No, Abbottabad. Abbottabad, and they do it again. Press and entry, access to communications, so that he can keep in touch with the organization. You can't run a global network of interconnected cells from a cave. We've located an individual we believe, based on detainee reporting, is Bin Laden's courier. He's living in a house in Abbottabad, Pakistan. Okay, so that's right, even worse. That's yeah, how, this, is a, this is a CNN pronunciation. That's how far they went to create this false narrative. So that to me is just proof that the whole thing is phony. Right, bad, bad, wrong. Yeah, 
wrong pronunciations actually are key. Yeah. I want to read you the uh, nine. There was nine films nominated for Best Picture, okay. and this movie was one of them. Of course. Uh, here's the rest of them. <laughs> Again, you know, these movies, they, they release them to one theater at the end of November, December, and that becomes a 2012 movie, which is bull crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They release the it other in ones Los Angeles, you, New York, and on the best podcast in the universe. Now, you might have seen this one, which I've uh, – The Beasts of the Southern Wild. I have not nominated. Seen, I, no, I've never seen that. I have no idea what that's about. Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, nominated. No, 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 no. Never heard of it. Nope. Uh, now, then Lincoln, of course, which is a big movie. It's a big t- tentpole film. Yeah. And Les Mis yeah. uh, is nominated. No one's, you know, we all know that, you know, it's probably going to win a lot just because it's rigged. Because it's for the gays. The Life of <laughs> Pi. Yeah, I, I think that's going to win a lot, actually. Okay. Um, well, it actually has uh, 11 nominations. Amour. Not familiar. No, I never heard of it. No. And Django Unchained, which will win nothing, by the way, because um, it's especially no. during this violence that's going on, we yeah, can't no, give no. it any awards. Whatever you I, do, I, I it, can't wait for the speeches. Though we're going to have all kinds of anti-gun, oh, anti-violence yeah. speeches. Be I'll, I'll be dubbing it. <laughs> yeah. And and finally, Argo. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ar- Argo might just get like a technical award, you know, just to give him a little nod because you know it, it, they screwed it up. You know, they screwed up the whole. Uh, uh, they they screwed up the whole thing. Timing was Wait, off. Too many, too many. What do you, I don't like a, a competition awards. I think you just find what you like, give them an award. These these as far as I'm just give awards away. They, they have to bring drama into award ceremonies. I I really think it sucks. <laughs> you know, oh here's the best three best actresses. We're gonna pick one. But if they're all that good, just give them an award. I mean, what's why do you have to make them? You know, why do you have to create this bullcrap drama and then rig it? Anyway, I'm for ratings. So, oh, ratings. So there's another oh, that's right. There's another movie that comes out tomorrow called Celebretti. There was a movie done by Woody Allen years ago called Celebretti, no. which I find interesting no, that they do it again. This is brand new. It's uh, of course you would pronounce it celebrity, but they've done Dollar sign E L L E B R I T Y. Celebrity. Celebrity, which is kind of oh, cool. Oh, oh. Here's a little bit of the here's a little bit of the trailer. Historically, the American dream meant that anyone could come to America and through hard work could own a home and provide for their family. No, that is not the American dream. Now the American dream is anyone who puts a video on YouTube can become famous. That is the American dream. That's the new American dream. It's true. Yeah, it's true. That are absolutely famous who don't work. Julius Caesar was famous. Napoleon was famous. It had taken Napoleon a lifetime. It took Charlie Chaplin a month. The key is mass media. Television networks want ratings. Increasingly, the way to get that is to have an entertainment component. When all of a sudden you're hearing rumors that are not true on a CNN crawl, you sort of go, this is CNN. We don't have to watch it. We don't have to read it become the disease of our culture celebrity if my camera goes down you'll be gone in a flash it's hollywood so exposed there's no mystery we build someone up in order to tear them down jesus christ could come back after a few thousand years somebody get a picture put it on tmz the first comment would be jesus is a douchebag you know what i mean 
Yeah, it's gonna. Be, I'd like to see that movie. It's gonna be. Uh, That's probably true. By the way, Charlie Chaplin. It didn't take him a month. No, well, this is a, it, it, uh, this whole. That was the worst trailer thing or whatever it was I've ever heard. Yeah, well, that's it was why I filled it. with misinformation. <laughs> that's why and, I played it for you. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that's why I played it for you. Of course. Yeah, I got better teasers than that. Play Blitzer teaser. Oh boy. Okay. Tens of thousands of lives potentially at risk in what could be the worst flu season here in the United States <laughs> in years. A leading doctor tells me, though, it's not too late to protect yourself. It's funny you say that because uh, <laughs> right below the pee in the shower thing here is, uh, oh, the Mexican flu is back, which is the, because here they don't call it the swine flu, they call it the Mexican flu. It's the same thing, uh, only because, uh, remember, the swine flu started with Mexican uh, pigs. Remember, yeah, remember yeah. That? So they call so it now the, it's the Mexican yeah, flu. Yeah, and everyone hears, oh, it's the Mexican flu. Oh, we have the Mexican flu. It's all back again. Woo. And then we've got... Uh, uh, Canada, Canada has the flu. They're really pushing the flu thing again. Well, they got a lot of flu happening. In fact, uh, uh, JC's uh, fiance girlfriend here, uh, Buzzkill Junior, she's got the flu. Mm -hmm. Now we uh, don't have the flu, even though she's sneezing and coughing and hacking, and she's had the flu for a while. She works at a at a cheese shop, and that she gets it from the public. From the cheese. Uh, we uh, we use the vitamin D three and other uh, measures to keep, including this weird mushroom juice. Reaching mushrooms, these things are. Wait a minute, mushroom juice. It's mushroom juice this, is that is like. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to stop you right there. According to the Nation, at CBC, all of this is bullcrap. <laughs> it's all whatever you're saying is all bullcrap. Seems like everyone has their own strategy to keep themselves from getting a cold or flu. Trouble is, according to doctors, most of those methods don't actually work. Yeah, pay attention, Dvorak. This is for you. For instance... So you take vitamin C? Yeah, I always make sure I take that. To separate fact from fiction, we turn to Dr. Michael Gardam. Fact! He's an infectious disease specialist. Specialist! So vitamin C is a classic. You hear this all the time. Does that yeah. work? Yeah, unfortunately, vitamin C doesn't work. So if an apple a day doesn't keep the virus away, what about this? You take echinacea? Yep. Yep. Convinced it works? Um, no. She's right, and neither does ginseng. In terms of scientific ginseng. evidence supporting these, yeah. there really isn't any. Then there's this old favorite. I gargle with warm salt water as often as I can. Gargling with salt water, this is something I do all the time. Please don't tell me I've been wasting my time here. If it makes your throat feel better, go for it. But in terms of prevention, he says there's no evidence it works. So what does? The flu shot definitely works. Shut up already. It's science. <laughs> the flu shot works. So. So yeah, flu shot. well, here's the thing that I found interesting. I was gonna, I took that the, the the Wolf Blitzer thing, and I got a funny. I got two clips here. One of them is kind of amusing because the guy who he, he brings on person after person from around the country. It was too long, but I found that he brought on this doctor from the, one of the uh, government agencies. And the doc, this is the first time I've ever heard a guy that actually discussed the flu vaccine accurately, saying pretty much saying, you know, the flu vaccine is essentially a crapshoot. It might work. It might not. And he did it in a very, very interesting way. I've never heard anyone do this. It was very honest. 
and you can play it and you can hear it. the subtext is like, well, this particular food, we might we might have we maybe, you know, as cool by coincidence, we may have the right blend of a vaccine in this batch, but we don't know. We had a very, very light season last year. This year, there were a couple of ominous signs. It clicked up early towards the very end of November, the beginning of December, and it went up on a pretty steep trajectory. The last time we saw that happen that way was the flu season of 2003 and 2004, which turned out to be a bad flu season. And also the kind of flu that's circulating, what we call H3N2, is usually associated with more serious disease compared to other types of flu. That's the bad news. The good news is that the flu that's circulating matches pretty well, in fact, very, very well, to the vaccine that is being distributed and administered throughout the country. Is this vaccine working, in other, in other words? Well, you, you can't tell if it's working at this point in the season, but when you have a good match where the strains that are used in the vaccine match very well to the circulating strain, you usually get a pretty good degree of protection. It varies among age groups and among individuals, but for the most part, the protection is really quite good. I love that he talks like this. I hate the way he talks. Yeah, it's a crapshoot. If you, it's a crapshoot, but he might, what I thought was funny, and even though this has nothing to do with the flu, at the end of his little uh, his little discussion, he apparently uh, forgets Wolf's name. And do I have it here? Where's the stomach flu pump? Where is this clip? Oh, I don't tell you. That's the whole setup for the big the big payoff. <laughs> here it is. It's the Fr Fauci. The guy's name is Fauci or okay. something. Sign off and just <laughs> okay. listen to his pronunciation. I couldn't. This is all right. Dr. Fauci, uh, thanks so much, uh, as always, for joining us. Good to be here, Brolf. <laughs> Brolf. 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 It's good he to be here, Brolf. 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 I'm Brolf Witzer. Brolf. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on. I'm giving it to you, man. I am. I am just giving it to you. It's well worth it. Dr. Fauci, uh, thanks so much, uh, as always, for joining us. Good to be here, Brolf. <laughs> Good to be here, Brolf. <laughs> oh, you know, um, so, you know, Facebook has uh, has released this app for the flu. And it's a Facebook, and this is getting a lot of press, and I've been looking at this, you know, like, where is this coming from? Facebook app tracks friends who are spreading influenza. Oh, that's great. And this comes from, so, you know, if someone has the flu, then it's going to say, hey, you're friends with this guy. He's posted that he has the flu. It comes from an outfit called Help Remedies. And Help Remedies, very interesting company, who actually have a registered trademark on the word help, which I find Uh. outstanding. Um, Helpineedhelp.com. If you look at their products, they have uh, Help I'm Tired, Help I Can't Sleep. Help, I have chest congestion. Help, I'm nauseous. Help, I have a blister. Help, I have allergies. I have a stuffy nose. Help, I've cut myself. Help, I have an aching body. And help, I have a headache. So it's very, I can't really figure out, you know, it's obviously that these guys are funded by, you know, pharmaceutical industry. But I went to the to the people. And so there's the, uh, so the director of operations. Hold on, where's the, um, I got to find the, the next, the sec, number two guy is Dale Trigger, Director of Product Development. Just listen to his little bio blurb. 
Dale is like the man in a spy novel film who takes you into his underground laboratory and gives you a pair of shoes that help you to disable satellites and distract guard dogs. Only a few years ago, he was building and operating unmanned aircraft in Pakistan. Today, he works on making pill containers that are easier to use and friendlier to the environment. So obviously, this is a CIA outfit. These guys are putting together apps with guys who built drones. Well, I mean, it's good to track the sick people. <laughs> yeah, so we can kill them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, wow. And when, huh. I was do and when I was doing all this research, I came up with a new disorder, a uh, commercial for this disorder, and I think I am, uh, no, I don't think, I know I am suffering from this. And I'm very worried, I'm very concerned, and you may have it as, as well, John. Uh, are you familiar? Probably. Are you familiar with PBA? Uh, PBA, yeah, the Professional Bowlers Association. Uh, they put a tournament on. No? No. Don't call it depression. Call it by its real name. Don't call it crazy. Call it PBA, pseudo-bulbar affect. PBA causes frequent episodes of uncontrollable crying or laughing in people with brain injuries or neurologic conditions like stroke, dementia, or MS. For a free you PBA can't laugh? Kit, no, laughing or crying. Call 1-800-575-5238 or go to pbafacts.com. You'll learn the science behind PBA. Science! It's a neurologic condition, not psychological, and it's treatable. Plus, there's a self-assessment yeah, and patient stories. <laughs> yeah. If you've experienced outbursts of crying or laughing, call it what it is. And call now, 1-800-575-5238, or go to pbafax.com for your free kit. There's a name for this. Oh, thank you. And you're not alone. I'm not alone in laughing. Oh, man, that is horrible. <laughs> that should be clip of the day. No, 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 no. No, it can't be clip of the day. It can't be because... Shut up already. Science. 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 Did you go to pbafacts.com so you can learn all about it? Yeah. And uh, so it's a pseudo-bulbar effect. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> pseudo-bulbar. And, uh, they, well, they have, no, there's a uh, there's a, a medication PBA for facts it. about pseudo-bulbar. Yeah. What's true? look at this guy. This is a humorless guy here. He can't laugh. Jonathan Fellis. <laughs> Horse face. Yeah, he's there. The International Brain F Research Foundation. Let's see what let's see what he has to say. Taken an important step toward understanding pseudobulbar affect. <laughs> Look at it. He's got. He's oh, it's awesome. He's a doctor, and he's got a black jacket on, a black bow tie, and a stethoscope around his neck. This is great. Oh wow. To take the next step, sign up here for your free PBA facts kit. Fact. It's part of an educational program I helped create, so people. Hey, oh, yeah. he did it! <laughs> you know what? So he made this thing up. I think Jeff Bezos has this. He might. Yeah, he has it. I mean, but look at it about about PBA. I mean, this is a real disease. Hold on, I'm going to click on. I am a patient. Disease. This guy's invented it. I never heard of pseudobulbar affect. <laughs> but but there is but there is. Are uh, you laughing? <laughs> but, but there's medication for it. Sure, there is. Yeah, hold on a second. What was the medication again? Hold on, if you, you got to Google uh, pseudo bulbar affect, hold on a uh, yeah, you, you got to. Come on, man, this is awesome. 
We can get more drugs. Here, pseudobulbar affect. Uh, there's a wiki entry for it. And the treatment is dextromethorphane quinidine, which is apparently, oh, new, new dexta. Oh, that that's must, a new, that's a, what is it? Where, where I don't see this. I'm looking on, at the I'm looking page. on the wikis down at the bottom. New dexta, new dexta. There you go. New dexta from Avenir Pharmaceuticals. Dextromethorphan quinidine. Dextromethorphan quinidine, new dexta, the first FDA approved for the treatment of PBA. Yay. Take it and you won't laugh. Take, I, yay, everybody <laughs> should get this and go to a comedy club. <laughs> just imagine just sit in the comedy club, watch this comic just die up there. We should just put it in the drinks. I don't understand what was wrong. I killed last night. What happened? What went wrong? Is this? Are we in a yeah, crazy put in world? Drinks. Put in the drinks. This actually a good, would be a good plot in a, in a story in a novel. They dope the whole audience up so nobody laughs at anything that the comedian says, and then they get he gets manipulated into becoming a CIA agent. Oh, I love it. I love so, it. So uh, I have been talking about something like that. I get you. Of course, you and I are both on mailing lists for the president, and I'm also on mailing <laughs> yeah. lists yeah. for the Independent Party. Oh. But I also get stuff from the Republicans once in a while. Mm -hmm. And I thought there would be a good little change of pace. Mm -hmm. I this may die because I have not even attempted this. I haven't clicked on anything yet. Uh, his friend from Tom De Beccaro. Uh, it's New Year. We need your help. Uh, a new beginning for the California Republican Party. Our records indicate you've not completed the, the rebuilding the party survey. So I thought. Oh, we're going to do a survey. I think it's, oh. it's a good idea. So oh, I'm going to click. I love doing rebuilding. Uh, okay. Wait, Let me type you, you got to pop pop type stuff in. Yeah, I know. It's just a. I have to type in my name. But now they're going to be harassing me. I'm, uh, do, 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 the zip code and my email. They have my email, but okay. I'll get another one. <laughs> Actually, I sent it to PR at org, which is like. In general, do you think California go, is going in the right direction no. or is California on the wrong track? Uh, and wrong the track. answers are right direction, wrong track, wrong track not sure. Wrong oh, what are you going to do? Yes, of course. Yeah. Thinking in the ne recent election, would you say you have a better attitude about the future or do you feel worse about the future? What kind of a survey is this? <laughs> what do you feel better or worse? I feel worse. Worse. Of course. worse. Will, will there be a – what am I going to get at the end here? A prize? A dollar. Okay. Do you feel that the rising generation, ooh, the rising generation, that would be Buzzkill Jr., I think, yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay. Noodles, noodles, noodles. Noodles, the noodles Noodle, kid. Noodles will be kid. better or worse off financially than their parents. Worse. Yeah, yeah I agree. Worse, worse. What issues are most important to you? Check all that apply. Okay. Yeah, you hit the bell if you think it applies. Okay. Fiscal cliff and tax reform. Healthcare reform. The war on terror and national security. Exactly. <laughs> Taxes. Yeah. Education. I'm doing crap. I'd say yes. No, I, I'm doing the survey. California, come on. No. I'm going to put it. Okay. Economy, job creation. No. <laughs> no. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. No, I don't care. Crime and domestic security. Oh, woo, domestic security. Yeah, I want more of that. I'm putting that as a no. <laughs> and affordable energy. Oh, what issues ooh, affordable energy. Please give me some. What issues do you think we should focus on as a party? Now, this is interesting. Fiscal cliff and tax reform? No. 
No, I no, agree. No. Healthcare reform? No. Because healthcare, know, healthcare, the, healthcare insurance reform, sure. Healthcare reform, no. Okay, okay. No, good no, point. No. <clears throat> the war on terror, no. no. Taxes, taxes, yes. Mm. Education, yeah. It's not the party's job. Economy, job creation, what do you think? No. Crime and domestic security and no. affordable energy. No, I don't care about okay. any of that. Okay, I'll just click on it for What am I going to get here? I'm, am I going to get something? Is that the no. trillion dollar bill in his hand? Thinking about the election this past November, and by the way, it says, it is what it actually reads. Thinking about the election this part November. So it means the, this past November. So they can't even get this without. But is this, is this, is this going to result in uh, um, an assessment of me as a, as a, a political? I mean, what do you is, get a score? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Or are we just doing this just to? Am I going to get a score at the end? Because whenever I do this with you, you get a score. Yeah, I'm not seeing the score thing happening. Well, then here. we should probably stop. Ow! <laughs> you know what just happened? <laughs> what? It crashed. Basically, <laughs> I hit a button or I did something. I let the back arrow key and it went to this other page, the California Republican Party donate. <laughs> donate. Oh, I got back. Hey, we should, we should do that. That sounds great. <laughs> hey, so uh, Timmy's gone, little Timmy. Yeah, I heard that, but he's still nosing, or he's still nosing around. He's, no, 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 he's no, 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 it's breaking now. Breaking, oh, no, he, breaking, he, he, breaking news, breaking news. Breaking news is that apparently he went to class so he could sign his signature on the dollar bill because of this new lunatic yeah. <laughs> who signs his name with a bunch of zeros. He's called lunatic. Is lunatic. Very good. I like yeah, that, by the way. Lunatic. Good job. Yeah, so that's official now. That just came out. And and I just like to give props to uh, John Brennan. I mean, you know, the guy gets nominated as... Uh, as uh, head, mean, of, the, head of the is that drug- the same John Brennan that screwed up Iraq, Iraq and ruined it for everybody? That guy, that, that guy. Yeah. So n- no sooner does he get the uh, the CIA uh, desk, but he immediately drones like seventeen Pakistanis. He's like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm in, boys." Like immediately. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. No, he get like the day after his nomination. There's like seventeen uh, people droned. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, this, this is the guy who says it's great. We all know that. We know John. You remember that? We have the whole John. He was the first guy to actually talk about the drones and say, yeah, we got drone program. Yeah. So what? What's it to you? He's, he's, huh. he's been the advisor. No, this is Mr. Drone. He's Mr. Drone. Huh. Really funny to hear all the comments about uh, the health care insurance scam now to an unwelcome surprise for millions of americans this new year health insurance premiums that are causing sticker shock double digit increases in some places suddenly a whole lot of families are watching this happen in the era of the so-called affordable care act better known as (laughs) obamacare we get an explanation here oh how is it possible i didn't expect this explanation i don't understand how can it be i did this is so unexpected (laughs) and um and the crazy thing john is that yes this, this now we have this movement mint the coin it's now a movement the New York Times is writing about it. What's his name? Uh, who's that? Who's there? Who's that? Uh, Nobel uh, dude? Krugman? Yeah. 
He's saying mint the coin. Why do one? Do a hundred. Everyone's minting. It's, it, it's, a, it's a hashtag. Mint the coin. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It is a, and, and, of course, thank you to our producer who was kind enough to bring up the original trillion-dollar coin. In 1945, the people of Europe struggled to rebuild following the war. <laughs> Loser. Shut up, Simpson. To ease this crisis, President Truman promised relief. American tax dollars will help our allies who fought so poorly and surrendered so readily. To make good on this drunken boast, Truman authorized the one-time printing of the largest denomination currency ever, a trillion-dollar bill. Ooh, a trillion-dollar bill. That's a spicy meatball. Can you believe that we're now actually living the... Trillion We're living dollars. Simpsons. We are the Simpsons. I'm telling you, we have become the Simpsons. Is that the trillion dollar bill in his hand? <laughs> By the way, this is the only, the only place you will hear this. I have not seen anyone talk about this Simpsons episode. And, and you're the one that called it, John. And of course, immediately we have producers who came up with it. This is, this is, this is just insane. It's insane. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool, though. That, that, you know, it's like, do you think anyone else will, will catch on to this? That this is literally the way. I don't know. It's already like been a week or so since we first found it. And then or, or one of our producers found it for us. And uh, which is, I think it, this is really shows the real strength of our show, which is the interaction we have with the audience. Yeah. I mean, you could send this. I'm sure somebody sent this this same link to uh, Brian Brof, Williams. Brof. Brof. Or Brolf, and they didn't even open their email. I don't even know Brolf. if they can open it. They're probably like Janet Napolitano. They don't use a computer. Hey, Brolf. Brolf. show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No Agenda. The trillion-dollar bill in his hand. We have a few people to thank uh, for today's uh, show. Few, uh, few is correct. Four seven seven, a few, but they need to be thanked. Yep. Doc, uh, Sir David Yegley, another uh, night and from Pleasanton, came in at one hundred thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. Uh, hi, Jeb and Allen. You know what's crazy? Every time I look at my watch and it says three three three, or I'm reading something that refers to thirty three, I automatically think, donate to the best podcast in the universe. That is, been, that's good. That's very good. So when, let, me just, what, let me just repeat I've been that again. To accomplish, whenever, by the way. whenever you see a three thirty-three p.m. or a.m. or whenever you see a, a, a referral to thirty-three, you think time to donate, donate to the best podcast in the universe. Lately, I've been seeing it more and more, which means the Gitmo gods need to be appeased. All hail Crackpot and Buzzkill. <laughs> anyway, he uh, has no re- other requests. Okay. I would I would send him some gratuitous karma. I agree. I'm just going to do that right on. Night. All knights get this karma. Yep. Of course. Of course, knights always get just get some karma. Are you kidding me? Tertius Karstens in Houston, Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, $123.21. Uh, in the morning, ITM, Jeb, Adolf, and Mickey. I'm <laughs> Wait a minute. This. Why am I Adolf? What? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I think uh, that's a good one. Uh, I like you being Adolf. I don't like Adolf. Well, it's too bad. Uh, I neither does and Brolf doesn't like being called that either, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm writing this one as a marketing off as a marketing expense. I'm in Houston and a Google trusted and contracted photographer. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. 
He met me at the John. I met John at the Twit Cottage when I did their Google Street View tour. Oh, he was sitting there doing all the work in the back. Yeah. What I, I said hello, and he said, "Get out," because <laughs> he was busy. What I do to propagate my personal personal formula is just getting by. I'll donate fifty percent of my profits from any Google Plus local tours. What he does, he d- did the map. He does this uh, inside? Yeah, it goes inside. The inside maps. Hey, why don't I take a picture? It'll only be one of of. Uh... Of our exile uh, quarters, and you can do a map. Yeah, and, no, you, you have to t- shoot the door and then open the door, and so you have a it, shot of the door. The map is all the same thing. It's like you have the round table, which is studio, the round table, which is dining room, the round table, which is sitting room. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all one spot. It's like one hot yeah, spot. Take some pictures and send them to me. Yeah, all, right. all right, all right. He understands your frustration. He says, uh, I, mar- I married and came here from Gitmo Nation, Rugsbyveld, South Africa. Mm. I had to get all kinds of crazy shots and pay DHS bucket <laughs> loads to this day of money. Mm. Please give me a Hillary. We came, we saw, we, and we clippity-clopped. A little girl don't eat me in the morning combo. Okay. It's clippity-clop. The message is clear. Just clippity-clop. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. You've got karma. It doesn't actually exist. The, uh, the There's no clippity-clop combo with we, we came, we saw, we killed him, whatever. This is the one, This is what I got. So. Okay. Well, you're, 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 you're shorthanded. Yeah. Uh, anonymous in Gurney, Illinois, 75. Uh, by the way, uh, Kevin Payne. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I missed Wait a Kevin minute. Payne. You... No, geez, I scrolled way down. I mean, it's bad, but not that bad. Yeah, Patrick Maycomb in Mount Vernon, New York, $111.11. Kevin Payne in Chantilly, Virginia, $100.02. I assume my $50 check will arrive before Thursday. If I do not hear my name Thursday, I will send this again for the Sunday show. Oh, well, maybe we shouldn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't know. I don't do nothing. Anyway, like his night name to be Sir Payne in the A. So that's okay. his night name, Sir, Sir Payne in the A. Uh, I'll put that on the note because our, our noodles help didn't do that. My friend Gimpy the Three-Legged Cat has entered his last few days. Please send him some karma so his last few days will be as comfortable as Aww. possible. He has been a faithful companion for 16 years and will be missed. Aww. John, as I am interested in audio, I'm curious to know what speakers and amps you use since you mentioned them in passing a few shows ago. Thanks for all the work you do. Oh, yeah, Mike Papool is a douchebag. <laughs> douchebag. Okay. All right. So let me give a little karma first to the poor pussycat. You've got karma. Ah, Gimpy. Ah, Gimpy. I'm using a, right now for an for a receiver. Uh, I usually use amp. Uh, I do have a. Uh, I mean, one a of the receiver. Dolls. What do you mean a receiver? He wants to know what I'm using for my stereo. <laughs> a receiver. You mean for your turntable? <laughs> no, no. Receiver. So you you have a receiver. I do have a receiver, okay. and it's a and it's a Kaya Sierra six twenty, which is a, which many people believe was the greatest receiver ever manufactured, and it is sings. It's fantastic product that very few people have ever heard of. Kaya Sierra made a bunch of high end uh, audio gear in I believe the eighties, and they ran them for about a year. It's beautiful equipment. They're all prettiest things. I like to get an amp. Uh, they're very modern looking, and I'm convinced they only made them for their own executives, and then they, they canceled the whole thing, and then, and then they kind of disappeared from the scene. Nobody even knows about Kaya Sierra, but uh, that's what I use. And what do you use for a gramophone? 
I actually have a gramophone. <laughs> I'm sure you do. With the crank on the side? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. You put an old 78 on there and you crank it up and you listen to Black Crows. Anyway, really? anonymous. Whoa, really? I mean, not just the Green Days, but also the Black Crows. Wow. No, but this is what I'm yeah. talking about the Black Crows from the 20s. Oh, comedy act. I'm sorry, my mistake. <laughs> I've never heard of the Black Crows comedy act. Yeah. So you, did you, you know you, that there was a band called the Black Crows? Duh. <laughs> oh, yeah. that out of it. What's the name of their biggest hit? I don't know. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's not. A, I'm not a big fan of the Black Crows. And besides that, even with Green Day, I can never remember the names of these songs. They're misnamed. <laughs> okay. I don't sit around memorizing song names. No, of course not. An anonymous from Gurney, <laughs> Illinois does, or might. Yeah, 75 bucks as we drop off quickly. Mm -hmm. Please make this donation anonymous, but credit it toward Lizzie's damehood. I used to listen to Twit and saw you on that episode. So when that's when I started listening, I got up to speed on No Agenda podcast and decided to download another Twit episode because I had nothing to listen to. The Twit I downloaded had Robert Scoble on. No, no. Well, that's <laughs> and then he says that's something bogus. insulting, which I will not repeat. <laughs> so uh, it goes on and on and on. Scoble is one of the most popular guys in the world. Uh, anyway, so I listened to back episodes and he got through five hours a week, doesn't fill the time in my commute. He's working my way through because the five hours a week doesn't fill the time. How much are you commuting? Yeah, wow. That's a, yeah. A and lot. I don't listen to Twit anymore. I don't like, uh, I don't like everything about the show, namely Dvorak's technical difficulties, but I like it enough to give money. So he wants a don't eat me Hillary de douching and some karma. Donate now if you're a Christian. Oops, sorry. I was, uh, Preoccupied. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton! <laughs> You've been de-douched. You've got karma. Yeah, we do. We are a show for commuters. There's no doubt about that. We're, we're, it's really, you know, slaves who commute. That's what, what we discovered on, uh, on Sunday. Slaves who commute listen to this show. And Taxi Eric is now also hooked. Uh, finally. I finally got him. Finally. Listening. Boy, it took a long time. Yeah, well, you know. He, he, Brian Watson in Raleigh, North Carolina, 6969. 69. 69, dude. Let's see if Watson sent us a note because I thought he did. I could be wrong. Look up Watson. Uh, notification donation. Da, 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 da. No. Nothing in the email. Okay. Uh, where was I? Brian Watson, uh, 6969. Ashley Hurst, good old Ashley from Seattle, Washington. You know, she's the woman to, with that. She's, uh, yeah. She's the cute cutie who fishes. Oh, our fishing, fishing babe. Yes. Uh, 6969, keeping the 6969 alive, bitches. <laughs> Hillary, don't eat me. Almost too delicious to believe. Shut up, slave. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. It's almost too delicious to believe, my friend. Shut up. There you go. She uh, did it in shorthand. She didn't <laughs> request anything. She just, no, that's all she wants. Got it. Yeah, well, that's what she gets. Done. She gets what she wants. Done. Anonymous in Brooklyn, New York, 6969. Uh, list as anonymous from Brooklyn, New York, donating after seeing Adam's Cusp conference video. Oh. Which I saw, too. I thought you did well. Thank you. You seemed a little uneasy. Well, You're really a smart dude, but seeing Jobs embarrassed by that was, by the way, one of the classic classics. Did we, did we ever play that on this show? Uh, no. No. Anyway, Jobs is, yeah, it's very funny. Uh, 
He says, uh, my Mac is acting up like a motherfucker on all things D is priceless. Please make it a clip on the show. Whenever something acts up, it should act up like a motherfucker, like John Skype <laughs> mumble requesting no. karma for you guys and get laid karma for myself. Uh, okay, well, we'll give you some karma for sure. Here we go. You've got karma. You know, I was thinking, it was, so yeah, no, I, I was nervous because I hadn't done a, a speech in years and years and years. And, you know, and, and, and I'm kind of... Uh, a non-visual guy now. I like just sitting behind the microphone and right with your pants off. Yes, of course. And uh, you know, I also don't have you. You know, I didn't have you because you know when I go off or if something screws up, then you know you're always there to save me, you're like my safety net. You know, it's the lightning rod and the grounding ribbon. You give you. I've seen you uh, give talks before. You're great. Yeah, you when, 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 when? I think I don't know. I no, faintly no, remember. No, 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 no. I haven't done a talk in. Years, maybe. Well, you should probably do a couple a year. Well, can I uh, can I make any money with that? Yeah, you can get a get a speakers bureau to book you. Wow. You probably could. Yeah, I, I, I let me fit working on it for I, you. I, can, I, you I think I can money. take that cusp thing. I think I can take that on the road. I think you know I can customize it a little bit. It needs a little work, but yeah, it's okay. Oh, pff, okay. Sorry, needs a little. No, work. I mean it just needs a little work. There's no jokes in there for one thing. There was, there was tons of jokes. What are you talking? You gotta the whole, punch it up. The the whole Steve John. There were tons of. No, nah, I'm sorry. Now you're pissing me off. There were tons of And by of the jokes. way, I think a Hawaiian shirt would work too. It okay, just, well, you and Leo. Christopher Wolf, Sir Chris Wolf in Mooresville, Indiana, 6969. We do have a lot of 69s today. ITM, Alan, Mindy, Jeb, and Mona. <laughs> Mona. <laughs> Mona, who's Mindy? Mimi, I don't know. Mimi is Mona. And, oh, and, and, and Mindy or Mindy is Mindy. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm sending a swazzle enough that we, by the way, we brought this on ourselves, this naming thing, yeah, of course. Yeah, we did. We did. A swazzle enough donation along with a separate 3333 for a night pin for a total of 10302. This is an installment for a second knighthood I will give to my smoking hell hot MILF. Does 3333 go toward her damehood for the accounting purposes only? No. When we watch the spew, that's when we call the mainstream, which we call the mainstream news. I like that. I, uh, spew. Spew. She always says, I wonder what the boys will say about that. Oh, we're she the calls boys you now. the boys. We're the boys. Oh, that's kind of cool. Boys. Hey. Boys are back in town. But like oh, a good Oh, my God. A song from this century. That only prays when the shit's getting deep. It's not from this century. It's from last century. True. Only prays when the shit's getting deep. I'm donating because, well, you get it. Please send that karma shot to this obscure Midwestern folk singer just trying to get by. I could use it for a couple of things. Do some material for us. A couple of things are going on right now. Since my knighthood, I've been trying to hit people in the mouth with my RSS feed. Stuff ain't, stuff ain't right. Stuff ain't right dot com. I even wrote a theme song that is linked to the best to the right side of this page, along with the link to No Agenda, the best podcast in the universe. Thanks for go to stuff ain't right and see what he's got. Okay, Thanks on. for a great show. Uh, oh, and Alan, get Mindy out of Holland. That place is full of dykes. <laughs> <laughs> stuff ain't right dot com. So he, he's he's yeah he's kind of he's got uh, he's got some humor. Stuff ain't right dot com. Oh, is this him? Oh, I subscribe to this feed. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I, in fact, uh, was it, here's the theme song. Here's the theme song. I didn't know that that was his. Uh, that, that was his site. No, oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Stuff ain't right. Song by Chris Wolf. Cause you know, stuff ain't right. Stuff ain't right by Chris Wolf. Jeez, Chris, I, I get it. Get to the song, man. <laughs> stuff ain't right. 
a sinner, it's hard to be a saint. And you want to keep thinking everything's okay, but you really can't. Stuff ain't right. Woohoo! Stuff really ain't right. Ain't. All right, I, that's catchy. It's got a nice. It's got a nice uh, uh, tune. He's got. Uh, a he needs to go. He has to hit the road. He well, we could do it together. Chris Wolf, Adam Curry, and and Green Day. There, well, that's a bestseller. <laughs> Sir Sam Lung in uh, Toronto, Ontario, sixty nine, sixty nine. The stream lives on. That aside, though, the Sam Swazel. The streak. The streak. The stream. Streak. The streak. Oh, the streak, the 6969 streak. Oh, jeez. Sorry. I just got up. That aside, though, some swazzle enough karma for Alan and Melody to keep <laughs> them safe and warm in the lowlands. Alan and Melody? You've got <laughs> karma. My goodness. <laughs> I like that one, too. That's not bad. Alan and Melody. It's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah. It's nice. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Where was I? Uh, I, I'm looking at no name here. In, in Harlem, we have uh, Remco Van Dyke, which is pronounced not Remco, but... Yeah, it's Remco. Rem, it's Remco. Remco. Remco Van Dyke yep. in Harlem. Hey, heel goed. Um, 6969, and that closes it. 6969, 69, dudes! Uh, Michael or Mikel from Sydney, a long time coming donation of the best podcast in the universe. I, 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 would, I would try Michelle, maybe. Michelle, uh, you know, just M I C H E L. Yeah, I don't know Michel, if that's Michelle or Michelle. Mi Mi Michelle. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Michelle. Don't know. Yeah, it's Michelle. Mi yes, not Mickle. It's not Mickle for sure. Michelle. As an unemployed university student, it's a little something I can chip in fifty nine sixty nine for pi times my age. <laughs> nice. You guys deserve every penny, and for the excellent work you do, you deserve more. Exactly. My friend Pierce wanted to also thank John to re for replying to his post on Google Plus about the site. She, uh, this thing's all X'd out. I, no, I, I, no I can read it. I think it's very clear. It says, I'd like an Atlas Shrugged Karma since it's John's favorite and not the one with the stupid farting noise, but with him doing the grouchy voice. Oh, well, what's the grouchy voice? I don't know. Let's see if we can find it. Atlas Shrugged. By Ayn Rand. It stinks. <laughs> That's the one. Exactly. She wants a karma with that. He wants a karma. If it's a... You've got karma. Absolutely. Sorry. Wills Falls, Clover, South Carolina. Here's a 55 double nickels on the dime. I've been listening since Adam was on Twit uh, a few months ago. And the twice a week joke really should stop. <laughs> or I'll just donate just to send Leo a douchebag call out. But he's still a Twit Network fan. Sorry, Adam. Adam doesn't care. I don't care. No, he doesn't care. Adam does not hold grudges. I love it. Adam, I, in fact, I love it when you're on because whenever you're on Twit, first of all, a whole bunch of people watch because I promote it. Uh, but secondly, you get you know you remind people to come watch our show. However, I will say that that uh, Fox News boy, what's his name, who was on with you on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. I don't like him stealing our promotion because you went like, hey, you know. Uh, NoAgendashow.com runs on Squarespace. And he went, oh, my site, my photography with my baby runs on Squarespace. 
He you know stole. that's Nat, you know that's Natalie's husband, right? Yes, I know. Fox boy. Okay. Fox News boy. And yeah. he stole he stole our promotion. He poached. He totally poached. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. It, he makes plenty of money working for Fox. He doesn't yeah. need to like and screw then he, us. And then go buy my app. I'm like Clayton Morris blow me. You stole you poached on our promotion. Here we are getting by. We're not on Fox and Friends. You know, we're not living in New York City. Hoity toity. Living it up. Yeah, on the big expense account. Yes, yeah, steal and the, you know I'm he good. has his expense account is bigger than what we make in a year. Yeah, absolutely, guaranteed. David Dietrich. Oh wait, we got, where was I? Willis, oh yeah, he Willis. wants anyway. Will's Falls wants a uh, "Don't Eat Me, Hillary" followed by a "Shut Up, It's Science." Wrap oh, okay. with two to the head. Hold on a second. And karma, that? karma. Oh yeah, sure, whatever. Send Adam karma. It says. Hold on. It says, "Don't eat me." What is it? Don't eat me, followed by shut up, it's science. <laughs> okay, I'm always happy to do that one. Uh, shut up, it's science. And then what? And two, two to the, the head, head and the karma. Oh, jeez. Okay. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. Shut up already. It's science. <laughs> you science. Karma. It's science. <laughs> I'm beginning to like that clip more and more. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'm really liking it. I wonder how long it's going to take because, you know, Kiki is not a big fan of either our politics or anything else. She's, you know, pretty much of an Obama bot. I wonder how long it's going to take. And people out there, do not email her and tell her we're doing this. I just want to see how long she finds out on her own. And by the way, that doesn't mean that we're, uh, you know, I don't, our politics are for nobody. We have no agenda. Yeah. You know, just you know, yeah. we're not for Obama. I know, but people with an agenda, the Obama yeah. bots or even the Republicans or the or the uh, the the, the right the wingers, bots. The, yeah, the Whatever. Romney bots or the Alex Jones bots, uh, you know, they all hate us. <laughs> the Jones bones. Yeah, Jones they all, bones. They all hate. In fact, a lot of people just hate us. Unfortunately, the hate always comes towards me, and John yeah. always gets just like nothing. He gets no hate mail, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I have have had plenty in my day yeah. from the Macintosh community. Yeah, well, that's a little different when you've got like, yeah, you know, it's just different. Well, yeah, because they don't have guns usually. <laughs> and in fact, I live in Jones's backyard in Austin. This is going to be fun. <laughs> hey, hey, are you Curry? We need, we need to find someone who could do that gravelly voice. Hey, hey, Jones, polyps, get them operated on. Maybe, uh, maybe hey, Doctor Kiki can do his voice. Science. Yes, yeah, he's got yeah, the yeah. he's got that guttural thing going on. Yeah. David Dietrich, uh, Round Rock, Texas, double nickels on the dime. I love no agenda, but this donation was in recognition of the daily source code you put up on April 26th, 2010. Just uh, 2012. Doesn't say 2010. Okay. 2012. I've gotten divorced less than two weeks earlier, so the podcast Melancholy Mood <laughs> and members of People of Things Past suited the evening perfectly. Oh. Thanks, Adam, for again demonstrating how great radio can be. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Sorry, true, about, sorry about the divorce. That kind of sucks. Brett Farrell, Mason, Ohio, $50. Borislav Marinoff, Sir Borislav, to you in Aliso Viejo, California. Please send retroactively some surgery and recovery karma to Sir Yassin, who has had surgery on Wednesday. I hope this works because it has never been tried before. Some op new operation, I guess. Ooh. If it does, then this would be a proof that good karma can travel faster than light. All right, let's give that a shot then. You've got karma. <sighs> That's uh, $50 and another $50 from Daniel Howes in Portland, Maine. East Coast crackpot from the chat room just paid two fines for bath salt meth, methadrone. 
Mephidrome, Mephidrome, Crystal Cat, and Psilocybin Mushrooms. Both $1,000 fines and $210 in fees for a total of $2,420. If I hadn't opened my door for the Black Knight DEA enforcement agents, I could be a knight. At least the case is over and I got off with two misdemeanors. Well, let me tell you, because as we know, as of uh, uh, the beginning of this year, uh, having a, a bath salts is now a Schedule One drug. You could actually go to jail now for this for bath salts. Yeah, yeah stick with the mushrooms. Yeah, and uh, and and weed, weed. Wesley Mayring uh, from Parts Unknown, fifty dollars, and he has an. Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, he's he's bitching about uh, Leo promised to donate a thousand dollars and become an instant. I don't want to push that. I don't really care. You know, if Leo, you know, Leo could do his own thing. I don't think he needs to be a knight. Also, can I get a karma shot for my wife who will be graduating nursing school? Yeah. Graduating from nursing school, I think it would be. <laughs> You've got in March. karma. Yes. And, he's, and it was sent using the PayPal mobile application, which I think PayPal put into this message by itself. Yeah, so that's all does. we got yeah. for our uh, donation segment for today's show, 477. A good numbered show, but then a, and a Thursday, so we should have done better than this, but you know what? It, we At least we were just getting by. Is what it is. <laughs> I was uh, talking to Agent Orange, <clears throat> you know, when he delivered the ICOM rig for me. Yeah. And, good, uh, good man. Very good man. Is he a knight? Uh, actually, he, <clears throat> he, he requested. There's a you know there's a, a a Vietnam helicopter pilot who is getting a medal of honor, and and he's handling some stuff with that. And he said, "Could you please send a night ring for the Vietnam helicopter pilot? He will wear it during his medal of honor ceremony." No oh, brother. And and, and and he, and he and and that he would do a hitting in the mouth thing for to the press with the ring on. Ah, uh, I think that's kind. Of, I have to say that's kind of tempting. It's more than tempting. <laughs> And besides that, Agent Orange is one of our top go-to guys. Yeah. Well, that he's so what he says goes. I mean, yeah, he's one of those guys that you know. He's uh, we take orders from our our listeners. Yeah. So I th- I think we should do that. Size eleven. I have the uh, the information. You have size um, size eleven. Good. We yeah, have those yeah. left. So this is. Uh, um, I sh- uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll give all okay, the details after the show. We'll yeah, discuss yeah. this anyway. Um, but you know, he's talking. He says yeah, he says you know okay about the pins. He says, let me tell you how, the, uh, how we do it um, in the intelligence community. The pins have an infrared paint on it. And the reason why is because um, from above, you know, so if you have like Secret Service or, or, or you know, some other detail, they get the infrared pins so that when, um, when they're surveying from either drone or helicopter, they can just beam some infrared light down and see, okay, these are our guys. So maybe we should. I'm sure we can get some IR paint on the pins. Ugh. Come on, man. It's yeah, awesome. no, I think that has to be done. Now that you mention it, it's an it's a must. How awesome in is that? In case one of our knights happens to be roaming around uh, uh, <laughs> in the, dark. the middle of nowhere, Afghanistan or, or Pakistan, he won't get droned. <laughs> well, not just that, but in a room, you know, you can see who's a real knight. Light him up. Yeah, exactly. We just light him up infrared. I think it's pretty cool, man. We have to look into how that is accomplished. Uh, it's not hard, apparently. But it just you just need the IR paint. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. we have to dip them in paint. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. It's, that, that's the pins, which we're working on as we speak. Uh, we will have them uh, dipped in IR paint in one way, shape, or form, or have a made with the paint. 
which I don't know. And well, no, then I mean, uh, yeah, you can you can just get an IR pen. You can just uh, scribble on it. It'll work. I mean, that's. No, I want to do it so it's not a sloppy. Okay, it has to be slick. Yeah. So we'll be slick. Pin, pin with the IR, so that way it, our knights won't get killed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, is, yeah. is that a deal or what? Ah, that beautiful information. <laughs> Dvorak.org slash N-A It's your birthday, birthday <laughs> I know a Happy birthday, says uh, Sir Donald Philip Chuck. Eddie's congratulating himself belatedly, December 27th. And Sir Matthew Greensmith is also saying, hey, congratulate myself belatedly. He turned 41 on the 9th. Happy birthday from your buddies here at the best podcast in the universe. It's your birthday, yeah. And then we have uh, one, uh, one nighting, uh, Sir Payne. Uh, and now, of course, we know what uh, he wants to be called. So yes, Sir Payne in the A. Yeah, so I got my uh, my blade here. If you could just... Well, it's uh, stuck. Yeah, no, it's not. Kevin Payne, step forward, sir. As you will be receiving one of those handsome Noah Jen the Night pins with IR paint so you won't get droned and you're visible in the night and won't get killed. It's all good stuff. Uh, thank you very much for supporting the best podcast in the universe. I hereby pronounce the Sir Payne and the A Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable for you, sir. Come on down for your hookers and blow, rent boys and chardonnay, hot pants and booze, wenches and beer, Ruben S. Women and Rose, Geishas and Sake, vodka and vanilla, bong hits and bourbon, sparkling cider and escorts, and of course, mutton and mead. Mutton and <clears throat> mead. And please, uh, so- <clears throat> well, I was just going to say, please support us. Um, you know, we we don't get awards. We don't have, uh, you know, we don't sell seeds. We don't sell gold. You know, we got none of that. We're supported by you. If if you think our show sucks, don't support us. If you think you're getting some value, support us. That's all that we're really asking for. Right. Dvorak.org slash <laughs> NA, channeldvorak.com slash NA, noagendashow.com and noagendanation.com all have ways to do this. Now entering second half of show. Can I get something to you to do something first? Sure. Can you can just just right now? Can you say you're listening to No Agenda? You're listening to No Agenda. Okay. What did I? What? What? What did that? What happened? We're doing a clean version of the show. <laughs> oh please! <laughs> Shit! Fuck! Piss! Cocksucker! Motherfucker! Yeah, that's 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 all. Now entering second half of show. <laughs> All right, so I have in front of me. No, no, no. What? I get to start second half of show. I got the. I got a real clip of the day. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> there's a nine one one call uh-huh. from I think he's either Episcopalian or Catholic priest. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And just play oh, it. And they're not by- this one. Oh, this I I I didn't even consider this one. It was so dumb. Well, what was funny is he had a ball gag. No, so that way- this is a fake call. You got totally. And oh, come it's on. so obviously a fake call because what nine one one recording service exists when you hear the phone ringing, John? Uh, well, also the phone dialing. That's the other game. Yeah, yeah. This is fake. Yeah, I duh. Uh, but, uh, okay, we don't. This is not second. No, no, no. I'm going to play it now. Please suffer, suffer through this. Gee, it's almost like a real 911 call. 911. Hi there. I am stuck in a pair of handcuffs 
I'm going to need help getting out before this becomes a medical emergency. What's the problem? Ugh, I can't listen to this. Okay, you don't have to play it. How can you even, cons- you know, I'm, I'm hard up for clips. <laughs> you're, you're hard up. But that was that clip was so wrong. <laughs> it's like, and it was on like Politico or something or, or The Verge or Fox and Friends. I don't know. It's just like, it's so dumb. I like the way you you have all your 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 all the shows you hate right off the top. Well, no, I could just go on. Okay, forever. I got a better one then. Ugh. I got one. I have some actual information. Yeah, we got plenty of time. <laughs> no, oh, you're such a douche. Okay. Okay, try try this. Tell me this isn't a good one. Mm-hmm. Stomach food pump. <sighs> Weight loss invention, and basically, it'll let dieters eat anything because there's a pump that you stick right in your stomach, and and the, and the dieters can eat all they want without digesting. So you see there that the, the food is just sucked out. You get to eat it, you get to taste it, but then when it gets to your stomach, it's sucked out, and, and then you don't gain weight. And apparently, 30% of the food from the stomach uh, before the calories are absorbed into the body is removed, and so it causes weight loss. Like for your body weight in, so it doesn't, in some of these test patients. It doesn't get digested. It doesn't hit the intestines. It doesn't get digested. No, it, it's just, get, I mean, that's I'm not a, bad. It's sucked out. That's not sucked bad. Out. I mean, you eat whatever you want. You get the flavor and everything. Wow, wow. Sucked out. That's hilarious, John. You know, I shouldn't have taken my uh, my PBA medication because I can't laugh anymore. I, I don't know what to do now. All really? Right. Okay, it's all yours. All yours. Really? Wow. Okay. I just have to recover from that. I mean, you, I mean, Brolf was fantastic, but you just went off the rails. Uh, I just I, I, second half of the show. I don't feel that it has to be gems. Were you watching just Letterman little... and like getting his? No, material? no, that, that was actually another thing. Is New York uh, crazy New York station? But go on. Jeez, top Louise. it, top it! I challenge you, I, it, well, dude. I could top that in my sleep with with ar- arms tied. I can just Doctor Kiki just play that ten times. Wow. Okay. Look, there is uh, the World Economic Forum released their Global Risk 2013 report. Okay. This is, of course, is the second half of the show. We don't talk about sucked out and ball gags with priests and fake nine one. No, this is where we. This is where the real information is. Okay, the real stuff. And not, this is, my God, you just really... Since when, but go on. So uh, this report, which is you'll find in the show notes, 477.nashownotes.com. Yes, we do uh, Stargates in the second half of the show. We do Alien Technology, Zero Point Energy. This is what second half of the show is, okay? Not ball gags. I thought the stomach pump was second half of the show material. But okay, if you didn't like that, it's fine. So Klaus Schwab, who is the founder and uh, executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, you know, those are the guys who had the Davo thing uh, every year. He prefaces this uh, this report, which is uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty big report. Uh, I'll just give you a little bit of his intro here. As we strive to restore confidence and growth globally, leaders cannot continue with a risk off mindset if our collective goal remains to seize transformational opportunities that can improve the state of the world. Dynamism, dynam, dynamism in our hyperconnected world requires increasing our resilience to the many global risks that loom before us. By their nature, global risks do not respect national borders as highlighted in this report. And we now know that extreme weather events exacerbated by climate change will not limit their effects to countries that are major greenhouse gas emitters. 
Exacerbated. Exacerbated. False information posted on social networks can spread like wildfire to the other side of the globe in a matter of milliseconds. And genes that make bacteria resistant to our strongest antibiotics can hitch a ride with patients on an intercontinental flight. So he then goes on, you know, basically saying, okay, we've got a study. These are the actual global risks that the World Economic Forum is worried about in 2013. So now, now, now this, of course, you'd say this is a drinking club, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, that the Davos group is a skiing club. They all go skiing. It's a skiing club. It but, is. But the, but there are movers and shakers in the skiing club. Oh, all the big shots are there. Right? I mean, it's like the Clintons of the world. It's oh, the, they're all there. It's the Bill Gateses. It's the it's Scoble. Scoble. I mean, my God, Scoble is there. Here are their top risks from nature. Developed in partnership leading with this leading science journal, the chapter on X Factors looks beyond the landscape of 50 global risks to alert decision makers to five emerging game changers. These are the five things we have to watch out for, John, because this can these are risks that can ruin your business. Number one, runaway climate change. Is it possible that we have already passed a point of no return and that Earth's atmosphere is tipping rapidly into an inhospitable state? That is risk number one. Risk, huh. number, risk number two, significant cognitive enhancement. Ethical. Di- I'm going to explain. Ethical dilemmas akin to doping in sports could start to extend into daily working life. An arms race in the neural enhancement of combat troops could ensue. <laughs> Got news for you. It's already happening. Three, rogue development of geoengineering. Technology is now being developed to manipulate the climate. A state or private individual could use it unilaterally. Chemtrails. Four. Cost of living longer. Now remember, this is a global risk. Medical advances are prolonging life, but long-term palliative care is expensive. Is that the, did I pronounce that right? I think so. Palliative. Covering the costs associated with old age could be a struggle. Which basically kill the old. It's <laughs> exactly what they say. But here it is, number five. Proof of life's existence elsewhere in the universe could have profound psychological implications for human belief systems. This is what they say is a global risk for 2013. These people are insane. (laughs) That whole list is bogative. Yeah, but but this is is their list. It's serious. They're deathly serious about this stuff. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is the whole report is how many pages this thing? It's like I don't know. It's like uh, God, it must be fifty pages. It just goes on and on. And the risk response network team. You got to do something to to write off the skiing trip. But jeez. Now, how does that compare to the fake nine one one call? You beat me on that, so I'll I'll give in. You win this show. Okay. Well, let me give you a drunk Diane Sawyer. With some uh, agenda. Oh, well, there you go. You're, you're topping yourself. <laughs> with some uh, Agenda 21 stuff. So, remember, the report is about America 
But of course, we're not really going to talk about America until like maybe the very end. And now we turn to other big news today. It is official. 2012 was the hottest year in the United States since weather scientists started keeping records. And <laughs> don't you love this? Since they, since they started spinning records, I think. I think it's I think it's when they they were in the they were DJ scientists. Hotter, not by a little, but by a landslide. Landslide. Tonight, ABC's Dan Harris tells us about this new report and the red flags of warning about extreme heat. All across the globe. Red flag! Well, man, this is the last you'll see of your shed. The pictures coming out of Australia tonight are apocalyptic. Flames devouring Apocalyptic! Homes, huge black and brown blossoms of smoke. smoke. A lone kangaroo hopping through a charred... Mo- a lone kangaroo hopping through a charred forest! Moonscape. Moonscape! <laughs> Firefighters contending with the worst possible conditions. These swirling, vicious winds. These soaring temperatures. These incredible winds are making Yee! it that much tougher for firefighters on the front line. It's so hot the government had to change its forecast maps, adding new shades of purple for temperatures possibly hitting 130 degrees. Scenes like this are becoming more common. Look at this NASA imagery showing the entire planet has gotten hotter in recent decades. Here in America, 2012 was not only the warmest year on record, but also the second most extreme, featuring tornadoes, wildfires, a massive drought, and, of course, Superstorm Sandy. Which, of course, is a lie. We have not had a horrible tornado for 198 days. I mean, this is the, this is the biggest bullcrap report I've ever heard. The house was there, right. and the water pushed it all the way over here. Many cities had record wow. warmth, including Washington, D.C., where a lack of action on man-made climate change is likely to mean 2012 is just a glimpse into an unpleasant future, according to many scientists. So we shouldn't expect this is the last record. This is by no means the last record. I mean, you really got to think of climate change as something that increases our risks for being unlucky. So we need to to prepare up front as we move into you know this warmer, hotter, more extreme world. So how do we prepare? Her advice, take stock of where you live and protect your home by doing things like becoming more energy efficient, getting a generator, possibly buying flood insurance, maybe, <laughs> and possibly even raising up your water heater if it's in the basement. <sighs> How was that, huh? Brother. By the way, we're getting attacked already. The chat room is uh, under DDoS. <laughs> Seriously, we're getting a t- like like huge attack on uh, on really? the show. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's because we're a threat to humanity. Yeah. The show. <laughs> yeah, we're a threat to humanity. Yeah, I know. Just shut up already. What? That was the point. That was a cue for you to play the Kiki clip. Oh. God damn, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, what did you say, John? Shut up already. Shut up already. It's science. Science. <laughs> it, it is, it's a favorite. It's definitely. Somebody was, uh, I said, was part of a debate going on and on uh, uh, between, it was just what some of these online debates I ran into. Somebody had a couple of the, uh, some of the notes from the, uh, you remember the the climate gate? You mean the, from the clay, from the gate to the gate to the climate gate? You mean that like a to the gate to the gate to the climate gate? I, which is one of my? Could you play that clip one more time? The climate gate? Sure. Yeah. To the gate. To the gate. To the climate gate. 
Um, why, why did you need that? Uh, I'm digging through some information. I have a nice little a little compliment to your piece, and I'm I'm having to plow through this document, and so I needed you to stall, which you were doing when you played the Climate Gate thing again, but uh, it, it's, it was hopeless because I can't apparently uh, find anything. I feel I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, then, then um, we can do something else in the meantime while you're looking. Ah, uh, here it is. I found it. <laughs> I knew. It. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's a, do, do, do we we didn't play a lot of the notes that were in that Climate Gate scandal, and some of them are very funny. And I want to read uh, one, two, three of them. Uh, these were like you know because oh it was bull crap because you know you know the guy busted into the email and found all these things right and everyone says well it's just you know you were just you were reading you weren't making sense you was misinterpreted okay and so you get misinterpreted oh, yeah. yeah yeah misinterpreted is stuff like uh, there shouldn't be anyone else at UEA with different views from recent extreme weather due to global warming, at least not a climatologist, something like that. So you want to keep everybody out. Uh, we can have a proper result, there's a quote, but only by including a load of garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another guy, we, will, we also have a Data Protection Act, which I will hide behind. <laughs> anyway, so these guys were, this is rigged. Yeah. Yeah, another anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, no, that that didn't quite go anywhere, did it? It didn't go anywhere. It was I feels bad about it? Uh, I thought it was going to be better. That's okay um, because I've got plenty of stuff. Um, Apparently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have one. Oh, I'm sorry. You. <laughs> I got one clip. Oh no, no. Are you sure? Are you really? No, no, no. Let me save it. Let me save it because I think this clip is so good and interesting okay. that I'll wait so I get where I get to for that moment. Okay. I'll like we'll the last. Let me do this for a second. Do a little droning. Yeah, drones always good. So. Um, this is proof that the uh, American consumers are just Americans in general. It's something about the English language are just we're just funny, and and you know there's well, some. Now, if you take that drug, yeah, well, you, <laughs> yeah, you can't use that. So there is a product. It's the Maisto Fresh Metal Diecast uh, Drone. It's a toy. It's a toy drone that uh, that you can buy. And uh, you know you can give it to your kid, and I actually have one. Someone gave one to me. Um, oh man, a while ago when we were doing the, I think the first hot pocket. Is that tour. the four blade chopper? Uh, no, no, it's uh, it's it. Wait, the four blade chopper? What? Is that thing with the four blades and the? No, no, four... no, no. It's it's like a global hawk drone. Well, if, go to this website. Get ready. Dronetoy.curry.com. And, what, and this is an, and it'll redirect you to Amazon.com. And I just wanted to read a couple of the reviews for this uh, Predator drone toy. Because only Americans can do this. There's like 300 reviews. The fresh metal tailwinds, die-cast U.S. military aircraft, U.S. Air Force medium-altitude, long-endurance unmanned vehicle. That's the one. Okay. The most helpful review here on Amazon.com. My son is very interested in joining the Imperial Forces when he grows up. <laughs> he says he's not sure if he wants to help police the homeland or if he wants to invade foreign countries. So I thought a new Predator drone toy would be a nice gift for him. These drones are used both domestically and internationally to spy on people and assassinate them <laughs> at the Emperor's whim. If you look through these, these uh, reviews, it is the funniest shit I've ever seen. 
educational I, and fun. I really wanted to show my toddler <laughs> that it's okay to murder people and still come out a hero as long as you're in the air-conditioned trailer remotely operating a Predator drone 10,000 miles away in Pakistan. This is the best toy ever. Finally, I can pretend that I'm a winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. It's like I'm <laughs> sitting right there in the White House with my very own kill list. <laughs> I bought this for my son, and he spent countless blissful hours simulating massacres of weddings, funerals, and other family gatherings (laughs) of brown-skinned foreigners. He even realized that if he circled the drone back around on the first responders, his effective kill rate soared. Neato! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just this this is just so that's all I'll do there's 300 of these reviews and they are I mean it's it's something I I don't think you can do this in another language this this of course you know we are it's the Americans who are what, doing sarcasm yeah but there's something beautiful about it that uh, you know I speak another language and I, it's just like yeah something weird so we're like we're like we're like completely knocked off or something whether you're violating constitutional rights at home or bombing children abroad, <laughs> this toy's perfect for all clandestine missions. Double tap strike to triple your pleasure and casualties. I knew you'd like it. Oh, yeah, this is good. It's so creepy. It's so incredibly <laughs> creepy. Uh. So we got knocked off this, the stream? Yeah, it looks like uh, – I don't know. It was really weird because I just saw everyone got – Everyone got kicked off, and um, and the stream died, and so there was like some, well, some I, attack. Yeah, I mean, I know what happened. It's, you start talking about global warming, and they they decided yeah. to bring down the, the, that site. No, no, you know what they I can't mean. bring us down though yet. No, because we're on Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a new meme that I wanted to discuss with you, and this uh, okay. and this ties into that. Um, was, it, was it Ohio? With those uh, anonymous and those and those guys, the football yeah, team anonymous that raped is the girl. Steubenville. Steubenville. So this ties into. There's a meme. There's something going on about women and alcohol, and I have thoughts about it. But I'd, I'd like to listen to this report with you because I think that first of all, I think the report is bogative, medically speaking. But you know, it's science. Uh, and then let's let's discuss what is going on because there there's a reason for this. I'm sure. Oops. Oh. Uh, here we go. Back now with a disturbing new look at the growing problem of binge drinking in our country. Today, the Centers for Disease Control warned that excessive drinking is a big problem, especially and acutely for women in the United States. And it results in the deaths of some 23,000 women and girls every year. Our report here tonight from NBC's Rahima Ellis. So this is uh, NBC, obviously, Brian Williams. So 23,000, that's a lot, by the way, uh, women and girls die from binge drinking. Let's listen. In movies, TV, and music, it's art imitating life. You smell like booze. Just go to According to a new report by the CDC, younger women aren't just drinking in large numbers. The drinking is becoming potentially dangerous and is often overlooked as a health problem for women who respond to alcohol differently than men. Is this true, Dr. Dvorak? Do women respond differently to alcohol than men? Is, I mean, is, uh, they is get true? plastered, uh, but they're women, so they must respond differently in some way, shape, or form. Well, they it, don't. They, yeah. They're lighter. They probably can't drink as much. Oh, I think I think there's more science to this. Some of these science does include uh, females being more susceptible to uh, the effect of alcohol on risk of cancer. Huh? 
Huh? Um, the effects of alcohol on the liver. Uh, females are more susceptible to the effects of alcohol on uh, the brain in, uh, in terms of brain damage. What? Binge drink. I mean, seriously? Does this make any sense to you? No. Drinking is defined as at least four drinks in one occasion. Binge drinking is four drinks in one occasion? That's binge drinking? That's what it's defined as. For Long Island iced tea, yeah. yeah. Well, even that, still, four, that's not well, binge no. drinking. You can't drink four of those. Something young women say they see all the time. Women, maybe, like, they like to let loose and have fun. They want to go and they want to drink and they want to relax. In a survey of about 278,000 women, 18 and older, nearly 14 million women binge drink about three times a month. That's one in eight women. Among 7,500 high school girls, the report finds one in five report binge drinking. Who is most likely to binge drink? White and Hispanic women between 18 and 34 years old and those with household incomes of $75,000 or more. Why is it happening? Experts say it could be pressure. One of the things that we might be seeing is a coping mechanism in binge drinking and alcohol is being something to be stress relief. Experts say more education is needed to help young women make wise choices about whether they should drink alcohol and how much. So this is a weird report, man. Well, hold on a second. When I was doing the Generation X3 show, we brought this topic up more than once. And uh, we had two women that rotated in and out, but mostly it was Dorian, who was one of the uh, editors. And she also did the uh, some a show of her own. And it, all everybody on the panel, they're all X-Geners uh, or Y no- noodler, or whatever. Noodlers, noodlers. There's noodlers. They're between uh, 20 and 30. Uh-huh. And uh, they all binge drink. And they talk about it, but they don't, they don't talk about – I think the definition of binge drinking is having four drinks or four shots, let's say, is bullcrap. They drank. They just drank till they got plastered. And they would talk about this on the show. And, uh, and Dorian says she does get – you know, Friday and Saturday she'd go out and get drunk. And uh, it's see, and they all said the same thing. They said it was the pressures of work. I think that noodle kid is on to something. I think – because yeah. apparently the the kids raised today, but this is not really, kids, John. This is women. This is women. Okay, well, women. I'm and saying, saying women, women. Women are getting cancer quicker because well, of binge I'm not drinking. Any of that. And I think that's just trying to the, scare them. This is the CDC. I, yes, thank you. You said it. And why are they trying to scare them? I have a theory. Oh. Yep. I don't have a theory why they're trying to scare them. I'm sure yours will be interesting for me to comment upon. Because they. Are, I believe the establishment elites are afraid that women are going to start really loosening up and waking up um, and doing their own thing and becoming completely free and not being... The, they, women are enslaved by definition of what the media and establishment, how it wants them to be. And when women drink, when everyone drinks, but of course when women also drink... Then you know they become free and uh, they start to think, think for Woo! themselves. No, no, this is not. This is a war on women. I'm, I'm, I can't. You watch it. I can't quite put okay, my I'll finger on it. It's a war on women. We'll see how that works out. You might have the war on women there, but I have Aaron Burnett clip <laughs> where there's an obvious. You think there's a war on women? There's a war on white men by white women. House Boys Club, White Boys Club. 
after being propelled to a re-election with the help of women and minority voters. The nation's first black president appears to be stacking his second-term cabinet with white men. Yeah. The president's choice for Treasury Secretary is expected to be Jack Lew, so he could surprise us there. We don't know, but that's the expectation. That's after nominating John Kerry for state, Chuck Hagel for defense, and John Brennan for CIA chief. Obviously, as you can see, they are all white men. Now, with Hillary Clinton exiting the State Department and Lisa Jackson stepping down as head of the EPA, the Obama administration's at a net loss when it comes to women and minorities in the cabinet. Our friend tonight, Roland Martin, Rayhan Salam, and former Pentagon hey. official Rosa Brooks, a columnist for Foreign Policy magazine. Rosa, let me start with you, because, you know, this is a president who campaigned aggressively on women's reproductive rights and equal pay for equal work. It was a big part of, of his campaign. Um, he won the women's vote by double digits over Mitt Romney. Should the president be asking for something that he mocked, i.e. binders of women? So it, it makes total sense. When the women get drunk, they're going to start figuring out that uh, Obama's having white men run the show. I think that they should get rid of Napolitano. But anyway, there's another... Yeah, but, yeah, but, was, but <laughs> there was a very bad joke in there that even I didn't go there. Even, Which was? Well, but it's well, Homeland Security is oh, run the, by a dude. <laughs> He's a, yeah, you're dude. right. You shouldn't have gone there. You I'm sorry. Uh, on the hey, welcome back, everybody. Looks like uh, looks like we're back. I don't know. Void Zero, uh, our 19-inch night. I met him, by the way. He drove down from Groningen, from the northern part of Holland. We had a we had lunch for a couple hours. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. let me play another clip as a follow-up to that one. Okay. This is the De Rothschild on quota clip. This is uh, a woman, Lynn Forrester de Rothschild. It was, she was giving a talk at the uh, Economists Forum. At the Cust Conference? The <laughs> Conference. Yeah. And it was, I thought she was interesting. She's a little uh, Rothschildish, but uh, she uh, makes a few points that are kind of in contradiction to, uh, to our friend uh, Aaron. One of the and I mean, it's not nothing, but I think that if we look within ourselves and and uh, we're ready to make the sacrifices that anybody has to make to get to the top, we can do it. I recently was with a group, a squadron uh, that yeah, kill it. What's wrong? Play the other clip. Tables, uh, which is what is the role of women in the inclusive capitalism? So, uh, thank you for asking that thank because you. I should have asked before. <laughs> what was that? Did she did she just have an orgasm? What was that? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not inclusive if you don't include half the population. That's true. That is true. And again age, okay? So when I went to law school, we were just about 50%. Um, uh, women are 50% of college and university graduates, 50% of law school, 50% of medical school, um, about a third, a bit more of business school. We're half of the entry level. We are half of mid-level. We're 35% of the Federal Reserve Board, but we're 14% of corporate boards on the Fortune 500. We're 3% of CEOs on the Fortune 500. We're 17% of Congress. So there obviously is a women, <laughs> most powerful women, and I think Patty Sellers from the most powerful women. Uh, <laughs> 
issue is here someplace, and she probably asked that question. Um, I have a sort of not politically correct view on this issue, which is I think women should stop whining, and I think it's time that we just, in my experience, women decide not to go often. Yes, there are there are obviously, you know, stereotypes okay, against... I'm telling you, that there is something going on. Like, don't start thinking for yourself, women. Don't drink too much. Binge drinking at four drinks. I'm telling you, that, the, the, and, and this, this, of course, the Rothschild, she is a huge globalist creep. Oh, yeah. She's a creep. And by the way, she forgot to mention that women are 90% of all strippers. She forgot to, that little statistic. Um, just like... Wow, there's something going on, and uh, we're going to find out what it is. But there's something going on where they want women to shut up, stay in their place, don't drink, don't get any ideas. Don't get any ideas. Hey. I'm telling you. Don't get any ideas. And remember the whole binders of women thing with Romney and, yeah, and the, the Republican Party and, like, this all white men. Where's Rachel Maddow right now? You know, on uh, on this on, on Obama's cabinet, it's like all white dudes, including Napolitano. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She's a white dude. <laughs> Damn it, man it. So, I don't know. I, you know, I it's just well, wasn't... you know, the one thing that was brought up on this other thing was the clip that I had to kill because it was uh, I think it was the wrong clip. Yeah, but the wrong clip. Uh, they brought up the fact that in Norway they've she they're going in the opposite direction. And I think they're going to do this here too. And I think it's going to be the it's going to be the quid pro quo. If you just shut up, we'll do the following, which they did in Norway. By law, any public corporation has to have fifty percent of the board members women. In in Norway, this is true. By law, wow. By law, wow. Which is not really the the idea. I mean, when you're running a corporation, you know, especially if it's a small corporation. You want your buddies in there as the board members. Yeah. It's, just a, it's a club. It's a drinking club. Especially on the compensation committee. Yeah. Hello. Totally. You don't want some chick there getting ideas. That's right. Bad. That's not good. That's not good so, at all. Uh, <laughs> but that's what's going to happen here, and it's going to screw things up. I mean, we've been doing everything we can to screw up the corporate world, and I think it's going to get worse. Yeah, well, what, uh, what, uh, what, what great multinationals do we have in Norway that we know of? I don't want to be. I want to harp on Norway, but you know. Well, I don't know, but Norway's got issues apparently. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, let's go. Wait, hold on a second. Giant multi, multi. Yeah, well, if they can't, if you're going to force who's on the board, nobody's going to want to be there. You know what I'm saying? Multinational Norway. A little little consult book of knowledge here. Mm-hmm. I shall give you the. Twenty-five best national workplaces in Europe, 2012. Let's see where these places are. These are the best 25. Uh, Microsoft is number one as the best multinational in Europe. Okay, but they're not in Norway. Well, I'm sure no. they have an office in Norway, but no, no, they're they. But they have a Norway uh, something. Norway has it's, oil. I mean, that's what they have. Yeah, it's they just got, oil. They got it's oil. oil. I'm seeing nothing. Which seems kind of like a. Oh, okay. Thank There's, you, Cat in the chat. Yes, Norway has the Opera browser. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great is uh, 
the guys have uh, removed the delay on the chat, so it's like now it's really like a second or two. And it's very cool because you know it's always it was it used to be thirty seconds or forty seconds, and so now people are like in real time. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet. They have sweet. one big uh, pharma, oh. Novo Nordisk. Right. Yeah, that's pretty big. With it, yeah, they got a huge number of employees, four hundred and one. So <laughs> there's four hundred dudes and one girl. Well, it depends on the board. Anyway, okay, enough. I'm done. Okay, um, I just have a, a few things left. I do have one clip that I want to play before the show's over, which is something you might like. Okay. Well, no, no. Hey, hey, come on. Uh, just because you had some weird stuff doesn't mean I don't – I mean, you had clip of the day. Don't, yeah, but that was gratuitous. Yeah, but don't – no, it was not gratuitous. It was – Brolf is – and that's going to live on – Brolf is going to live on for a long time. Yeah, it still that, doesn't hold a candle that to was, the. Uh, that was not gratuitous. No, but I, 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 science already. Yeah, but I don't want to like end the show and then we're going to be and then you're going to say, "Don't make fun of me when you be." And you're going to be yell at me. No, no, I'm not going to yell at you. I, I feel this was all deserved. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's do your awesome clip. I want to hear your clips. Okay. Well, this you know we talk about how you how do you brainwash the public and who's the best at it? I've always thought Disney. Right, of course. Uh, Disney is And, you know, my wife, uh, Mimi, when we go to Disney World, Florida, Disneyland is one thing. It's old-fashioned. It's funky. It's kind of cool. It's it's not bad. But Disney World, Florida, you know, Walt decided that he didn't like what was happening in Anaheim because this this park was surrounded by a bunch of sleazy motels and strip clubs and all this stuff that was ruining the atmosphere, even though once you're inside Disney, because it has a big hill around it, you can't see out. But that's beside the point. So he decided in Florida he's going to buy up secretly, but buy up all the swampland in the middle of the Orlando n- nothingness, mm-hmm. and create this huge world in and of itself. And when you're over, when you're at this place, it's a wonderful place. You drive in, and all of a sudden you're in Disney. You know, you're in a real world, a new world. They had their own bus system. They have every. They have their own police. It's like a Nazi state. That's yeah. the way Mimi sees it. It's a complete yeah. Nazi state. Yeah, what's it called again? Happy Land? What's it called? The world's greatest something or other. No, 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 but, but they, they have the, that. The, the Nazi, it's called Nazi state. They Nazi, call it the Disney yeah. Nazi state. But they have, don't they have a village there too that you can actually buy a house? Oh, that's Celebration. That's right. just slightly outside of, outside of the big town. Yeah, Celebration is really creepy if you want yeah. to check out yeah. the town of Celebration. Yeah. Okay, Celebrate. so this is the latest thing they're doing. I got this from the, the stomach pump people in, out of New York. <laughs> this is the creepy yeah, – listen yeah, to this. It's very I interesting. It. Line at Space Mountain, gone, because Disney World is unveiling these digital wristbands. They just look like regular um, rubber wristbands, but you can gain entry with them, pay for sodas. It'll They'll hold your place in line, and they'll – even gives information about your child so let's say it's your child's birthday when your child reaches the character then the character will say hello paloma happy birthday people are freaked out about it because it's a little creepy and little big, big brotherish. brotherish little big brotherish Mickey. there but we always love disney yes always. we do i'll always. go I'll, I'll get the wristband <laughs> oh i love the it's a little creepy but but we always love disney just in case you know i, I, I don't want to get kicked no out of no my no no it's an ABC show, and they were mocking it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're working for ABC. This yeah. is a problem, again, with yeah. commercialism. Exactly. You know, you, you can't, you're you working at ABC. You can't no, no. slam Disney. But, but hold on a second. This guy already went too far. That's why, if you listen to what he said, I like this clip. He said, oh, no, no, I'm just kidding you. But he he already blew it. He, the, What was that guy? He's fired. 
He's like, he's going to get a memo. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's not getting a memo. He's fired. You're never going to see that guy again. He said, he said, oh, that's creepy. And then he could he, he hear him when, oh, 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 we're just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. He freaked. You're right. Oh, my God. No, I knew it, it had to be ABC. What an a-hole. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's good. I think that you know this is the future. I think everyone's going to end up with, and it's going to be dead. No, you don't have to chip the kids. You just give them wristbands. You try to get yeah. one of those wristbands off. Yeah. You got to cut them off. Well, uh, you heard about the lawsuit in Texas, right? No. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, the school, uh, where is it? To San Antonio, which of course is is the in, San Antonio is the military industrial complex. People, so you know you're going to send your kids to school there. Like, duh. So they make the kids wear ID tags with RFID, and um, one mom said, screw it, you know, I don't want my kid being tracked, and uh, there was a lawsuit, and they lost. And the judge said, yeah, no, the school can force your kids to do that. So that would be a... Shut up, slave! Yeah. So that's uh, that's where it's leading. Um, I had a, just a few things. Uh, I got from our... Uh, our military-industrial complex contacts, uh, confirmation uh, where the troop movement is going. And uh, this is something that we heard several months ago. We knew it was going to happen. Uh, was it not our economic hitman who said Mali? Either Mali or Malawi. There's two of them going on. Well, Mali, look- Mali is where it's happening now. That's, that's yeah, Mali is... No, what we knew about this months ago. Yeah, but 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 it's but expect like... Big things to happen. Big terrorists, Al Qaeda on the Mali Peninsula, uh, Al Qaeda, uh, Al Qaeda, Taliban, whatever the okay. you know, uh, Baku, Bakasha, Bakaraka, Rakara, whatever the name they come up with. Mali is going to be in the news a lot. Um, I have um, along with that another name for you. Remember Waziristan? I was the, the you heard the name Waziristan first on the best podcast in the universe. Which won no podcast? I, I think this is actually true. Yeah, and yeah. we won no. You're right in both counts. You're right. Yeah. One, Molly. you heard it there first, and yeah. two, we didn't win anything. <laughs> Correct. I'm going to give you another name. Badaksan. Badaksan. Badaks. Badaksan. B a d a k s h a n. Badaksan. Badaksan. Okay, let me look it up. Badaksan. Badaksan. Yeah, you like saying it. Yeah. Badaksan. Give me a spelling. B a d a k S H A N. Badakshan. We're going to find Taliban there. Because, um, you know, there's a pipeline thing going on. That's why I've got it. Yeah, obviously. Uh, this it. is an easy it, thing to it, figure out. Badakshan. So be on the lookout for that. By the way, Norway Stat Oil is, of course, the uh, the big uh, the big company. Yeah, it's that's, a big one. That's all those Stat Oil, meaning state run. Yeah. That's where they... yeah. Stat. And Let's then... see. Hmm. Northeastern Afghanistan and southern Tajikistan. Name it. It's interesting. It's a Persian operation. Mm-hmm, uh, da, 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 mm-hmm, da. Mm-hmm. Now it's very, very important. This is for we're going to run a. Is it a Russian pipeline going through there or what? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, well that'd be fun. We're going to blow that up. It's not going to happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't put up with that bull crap. <laughs> Can't have no Russian pipelines running through our turf. We're spending all the money on this operation over there. Why do the Russians think they're going to poach? Go around. So while all of this. All the bull crap is going on with all the the gun stuff. Of course, there are actual things taking place, which also are on their own timetable. And uh, we, you know, we for before all Sandy Hook and all that stuff happened, we were tracking 
the uh, cyber legislation, which also still has to come out, right? We still need an executive order on how we can have businesses collaborate with the government and share information, share information about customers so we can track terrorists. Remember sharing is spying? Remember all that, John? Remember all that? Yeah, it's good. Sharing is spying? Um, So, of course, we have to ratchet that up again. Experts say they've never seen anything like it. A massive onslaught of cyber attacks on America's biggest banks. Onslaught! This is new. I mean, this is a repeat of what they did, you know, before, you know, like a couple months ago. They just started it up again. It's like, well, okay. they had to because nobody paid attention the first time. Exactly. Slowing no down their, legs. No. their websites, even forcing some to shut down temporarily. Shut costing down. them money. Who could it be, oh. John? Costing them money. But who's responsible? Who's doing this? Ah, uh, d- terrorists. Yeah. This is now, as a persistent threat, been the longest industrial sector attack that we've seen in uh, in the recorded cyber attack history. In recorded cyber attack history, John, can you please find for me <laughs> in the Library of Congress the recorded cyber attack history? The security firm Radware has investigated oh, the attacks Radware. for the banks. They say it's been happening in three waves since September, with two attacks in just the past month. Woo! What makes this so alarming? alarming. The total number of banks attacked, Whoa. 20 of America's top institutions. Oh, my God! Carl Herberger of Radware won't name them, but CNN had confirmed during the first wave that these five had been hit. This is the second wave, you see. This is the second wave, longest in recorded cyber attack history. Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank, and PNC Bank. The scope and sophistication of the attacks, according to experts, points to a nation being behind this. A nation! John? A nation? A nation? Do you have any idea? What nation could that be? Yes, it's got to be Iran. Oh. Just a loose group of hackers. It's not a loose group of hackers. Loose group of, of, of <laughs> drinking hackers. When the wave started in September, Senator Joe Lieberman, then chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, said, I think this was done by Iran. Analyst James Lewis agrees, saying it's likely retaliation for previous cyber attacks on Iran and for other things. Yeah, like Stuxnet and all that crap we threw at him. Duh. The Iranians uh, have paid a lot of attention since Stuxnet to cybersecurity and to developing their own attack capabilities. The trigger in this case was probably some attacks by unknown foreign parties against Iran's main oil terminal, Karg Island, uh, back in the summer. And that appears to have led them to, you know, retaliate and respond. And it's a good way to make a point that they aren't happy with sanctions. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so this, of course, is just trumped up bullcrap story. You know, and like, and actually, if you listen to it, the guy that then goes to explain how a, a, a DDoS attack works. It's not just computers. Entire data centers are being used. I should play that, actually. Carl Herberger of Radware says Iran may not be behind this. Oh. Whoever it is, how are they doing it? Hackers often lasso a bunch of computers, making them do their bidding, just overflowing websites with requests. Uh, Lasso! I'm going to lasso some computers. And slowing them down or shutting them down. But in this case, experts say the hackers, possibly Iran, are not just taking control of a bunch of computers, but entire data centers, which bring more firepower to attack the banks. Firepower! And Herberger says the hackers are also infiltrating the encryption process. Encryption process! The way we secure our online payments. Herberger says <laughs> no accounts have been breached. Oh. No money has been stolen. But well, what's the point? Uh, are harbingers for uh, oh. the onslaught. Uh, okay. What the point is? That's enough. Okay. The point is 
this, the Business Roundtable. Are you familiar with the Business Roundtable, oh, yeah. John? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Business drinking Roundtable. Club. Yeah, drinking club, but it's the biggest drinking club in the world. Of course, it has all the douchebags in there. Let's just look at the executive committee. Uh, we have chairman, president of the Boeing Corporation, Honeywell. We've got uh, the president hey, of Procter Hey, instead of going to the club, Boeing, go fix your 787 that's falling apart. <laughs> so they have come out and they have made a statement, and this is what it's all about, that they want to hurry along the public-private collaboration to combat cyber okay, threats. I get it, I get it. So right? this is scam. Scam. Jamie Dimon, Immel. Yeah, they want to. They want to. Well, they've been told that. Look, you're working for the government, so uh, get your act together. Can I just say one thing about your conversation you had with Horowitz about the Boeing seven eight seven? Because I heard the what show. About well, you yeah. were saying that there were going to be lawsuits. Uh, you're wrong uh, because because there's legislation preventing such. Yes, and once the aircraft has been uh, certified, then that's it. The aircraft is certified. You can sue anybody for anything, obviously. But certification means the government has certified the aircraft as airworthy. So these things can be falling from the sky left and right, and nobody would – Boeing well, could just go. Not, yeah, well, you know, the, well, <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good. No, nothing is fine, fine. Yeah. It's all plastic, and we did it out outside in someplace else, and well, we don't care. Well, you know my take on plastic planes. Uh, I'm no fan. Right, but they have two turbo fans on the plane. <laughs> uh, hey, this show is running overtime. That's uh, what I can complain about. Okay. We got no donations, and you ended up running the show and, as though it was a big donation day. Well, I had to make up for the the, the priest with the ball gag in his mouth. Yeah, but that was you, you cut it off within two <laughs> seconds. So I mean, you, it wasn't that. Should we make it an end of show clip? <laughs> No, no, I do have a no. I don't have a good end of show clip. Not to mention, forget <laughs> it. That's all right. It'll all be good on the on the next episode on Sunday. Sunday show. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, uh, I will remind you that you had clip of the day, my friend. So, yeah, well, I feel bad. Yeah. Whoo! Uh, no, you shouldn't feel bad because once again. <laughs> You brought it. You brought the crazy. <laughs> the only guy who brought the crazy was Alex Jones. Now you brought the Black Crows. It turns out that it's a comedy group from the 20s. I've learned something. That's highly appreciated. They do race material, too, believe it or not. I can't wait. Anyway, everybody, um, going home tomorrow. If all goes according to plan, we will be with you Sunday from Camp Mofo in Austin Tejas and could not or, be happier. Or, or, from, or from Atlanta. That's also Atlanta. You'll be in Atlanta at a motel, <laughs> and Mickey will be in the holding tank. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't put that out there in the universe. This is extremely wrong what you're doing. That's oh, not yeah. good. That's no, not good. Superstitious. Coming to you from uh, Gitmo Nation Lowlands in Amsterdam. Day 36 in exile in the morning, everybody. I'm Adam Curry. And not necessarily in exile, uh, but holding my own here in northern Silicon Valley. I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll be Merry back. Christmas. We'll be back on Sunday right here on No Agenda. The best podcast in the universe. Dr. Fauci, uh, thanks so much, uh, as always, for joining us. Good to be here, bro. Is that the trillion-dollar bill in his hand? Al Jazeera America. It's magic. It's theater of the mind. Big Latin's network. Praha. Shut up already.
Science. Dvorak.org slash N-A.